Hello, hello, everybody. Welcome. It is Friday, and you know what that means. Stadium Connect North. We're kicking off the weekend. I couldn't be happier today. Uh, we've got a special guest on here. Um, but uh, before we get to that, I'll just say a shout out here to the chat. I see Metal Wolf is in is in here. Rebelica, Pike on Fusion, the Climax. How you doing, friend? And the Stadia Adventure and Zarena. So this week, um, Ninja came up with a good idea here um, that we're going to start to put polls uh, throughout the um, the stream here, the show. Uh, just you know, get a, get some type of interaction. Uh, some more interaction with everybody watching there. So we've got a poll up here. Um, are you expecting any big announcements uh, coming up Tuesday at the Google for Game Developer Summit? And we'll tie that in uh, with some of the news that we talk about. But before we get there, uh, let's see. How are you doing today, Ninja? Oh, I'm doing well. Thank you. Uh, it's been a fun week, uh, a little bit less uh, busy at work. So a lot, a lot, I feel a lot more relaxed today, which is nice. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, I've been playing some games. I've been playing uh, Dawn of the Monsters with Bump, <laughs> uh, which is kind of nice to see him here. Uh, and other than that, I've tried Darkwood, which was pretty fun. Um, I've tried, uh, I've played some more Race with Ryan, of course, and some Adam mm -hmm. Wolf, you know, all the new games. Uh, I've been enjoying them for the last two weeks, and I, I probably plan on playing them still next week. So, yeah. Awesome. Awesome. We got uh, another entry in here to the Stadium Connect North cast. Uh, there's Fletch. How you doing, Fletch? Yeah, doing very well. Thank you. Yeah. Sorry, I look a bit off in the gym, but yeah. <laughs> well, it, it's good to hear that you're feeling better. Uh, I know you've been uh, sick for a little while here, so good, good to hear that you're doing better. And here we have a special guest, the one, the only, Mr. Bump. He came, uh, he was in the Winter Community Championships finals. And he went all the way and he was one of the winners and we are lucky to have him on the show today how are you doing today sir yeah thank you i'm doing fine that's awesome okay well before we get in we're, we're gonna uh you know talk with bump here get to know him a little bit uh maybe get some behind the scenes thought on the winter community championship when he was competing last saturday here because oh my gosh it was action-packed a nail-biter almost every single round had me on the edge of my seat and it was just like so amazing um before we get into that we just want to uh ninja and i want to let everyone know that coming this thursday march the 17th uh at 12 noon eastern uh, we will be uh, interviewing and we'll have a special episode of Stadium Connect North uh, for the developers from Deliver Us the Moon. So our good friends at Wired Productions are going to be publishing Deliver Us the Moon. I know a lot of people have been waiting for it. So uh, we've been doing some hard work behind the scenes here and secured an interview. So that's coming Thursday, March the 17th, 12 noon Eastern. Uh, stay tuned for more details. So, yeah, I mean, uh, super excited about that. So I guess um, we'll, we'll get right in here and let's uh, talk a little bit, uh, find out a little bit about Bump here. Um, maybe we can start off here. Uh, Bump, where, um, where, where are you from? And, uh, you know, maybe tell us a little bit about like how you got into gaming and, 
and uh, discovered stadia and maybe even uh the winter community championships um yeah i'm from germany so it's already half past 10 at my place now um <laughs> uh, yeah i started gaming uh, i don't know um, quite early with eight or something got my oh, first computer at home and i started playing mm -hmm. with games like monkey island and uh commander keen i don't know if ninja guy oh yeah you know, looked it commander up. Keen. <laughs> yep. i just forgot about that i remember commander uh, keen yeah yeah um, <laughs> and i came to stadia through another cloud gaming uh, service we had in germany um that was announced at the same same time uh, stadia was released so about two years ago Mm -hmm. um, and I was uh, in the closed beta in this one. Um, unfortunately, this, this service is not anymore here. It closed down uh, four weeks ago, something. Okay, yeah. Mm -hmm. um, but through this um, cloud gaming service, I came to get to know the people from the cloud play community. Mm -hmm. It's a German talk show about cloud gaming. I don't know if you know it, but... Um, yeah, definitely. Um... Yeah, and through this, I came to get to know um, some facts about Stadia that I didn't knew before, like that you don't need a pro abo and stuff. Mm -hmm. um, I still have it anyway, but uh, <laughs> it's, it's good that you don't need it. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, and I'm using Stadia since, I guess, October, November last year. Oh, wow. Okay, great. So, so what are... Yeah, yeah, so so what, what are some of... of the, your favorite games on Stadia that you know you like to play. Um, aside from Dawn of the Monsters, I know that's that's a favorite uh, <laughs> with a lot of people here. But uh, you know, or, or maybe even you know, like some of the other types of games you like to play and, and whatnot. Um, I'm currently at Assassin's Creed Valhalla since. Mm -hmm. Almost November or two because it's I was about to say since forever, right? Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, and yeah, like uh, last week I played the Dark Side Detective uh, because point and click adventures are always cool. Um, mm -hmm. I guess I was the first one to finish Adam Wolf completely. Oh, nice, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> in a day, right? You did that like in a full, like you did that in a one day, yeah, or two. It, it, it was released <laughs> and I just finished it. <laughs> <laughs> more, more or less I, like I think that. you said it, it took you what about eight hours, something like that, if I remember. No, nah, not even close. Four and a half. Oh wow, really? <laughs> you beat it four and a half. Oh my gosh! I must be doing something wrong, right? Yeah, jeez. Yeah. Yeah, I'm used to hidden object games, so. Uh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> You've also been playing a, a pretty cool platformer lately, right? Yeah, and um, Shantae, I'm still playing Shantae. Oh, um, okay. Risky's Revenge. Yeah. Um, nice. I'm in there for the last two achievements now. But this one is a speedrun achievement, so you have to go through under two hours, I guess. Wow. Nice. Yeah, I'm, I'm on that now, and um, a little bit of uh, Valhalla in between, and mm -hmm. yeah, uh, I guess I'm pushing the second part of Darkseid Detective um, in there as well. Nice, nice. Week. It's a good game to uh, to start playing right after Adam Wolf because you know it's a detective game and they're yeah. very much like they're they're not the same in type of comedy but they are like very fun, uh, but whatsoever the same style of gameplay. Yeah. Wow. 
so so I heard you mention about uh, achievements and uh, and several different games. So I I would I would uh, take it as that you're maybe a member of Stadia Hunters. Like you 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 you're very much into hundred percenting games or getting all the achievements. Depending on the game, I joined Stadia okay. Hunters. I guess two weeks ago or something. Mm -hmm. Because, because I didn't know it, knew it existed before. Right. <laughs> um, yeah, but um, depending on the game, I like to make it 100%. If it's nice. a game where it needs multiplayer achievements, I usually don't go for it because it's too much work for mm -hmm. a lot of games. Mm -hmm. I noticed for Red Dead Redemption Part 1, for example, you need to play like until you're level 15. Mm -hmm. Oh, wasn't it? You got to like um, win like three, three for all games in a row at like number one. It's like ridiculous. Red Dead Redemption one, yeah. I know the pain. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh so multiplayer achievements are a pain in the ass for me, and I'm not going for these. But if it's single player or not too much work, if it feels like work, <laughs> yeah. I'm not doing it. As long as it's fun, right? Like yeah, that's, that's exactly. what's important about it. Okay, okay. So so Peppa Pig. I don't have it yet, but I, I, oh, but you I, don't. Okay. But I have Paw Patrol on 100%. Oh, there you <laughs> go. Oh my gosh, nice. Good. We'll, have, we'll have to somehow work Peppa Pig in uh, to bump here, because I'd love to see him get 100% on Peppa Pig. Yeah. Well, he's <laughs> if I have it, I'm going for it. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's a point-and-click adventure, somewhat, <laughs> so. Well, kind of. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So I think, um, I, honestly, I think other than the From Space demo, because that was the first game on Stadia that I got all of the achievements in. Nisha <laughs> and I played that. Peppa yeah. Pig is the second game on Stadia that I've got all the achievements in. And I started to to play the outright games and to get all the achievements, but it kind of fell off a little bit. Here. So that's actually a funny story that, that maybe John doesn't know, but the thing is, I think his next game to hundred percent was PJ mask and he oh. kept, the game kept crashing on him. And I, I think he just got discouraged, right? Because he kept like trying and yeah. trying and just, just kept crashing. So yeah, I can so understand. I, I think like they have the fix out now for that. Oh, I haven't good. went back to it, but yeah, yeah. I was streaming uh, as part of, I think it was caring from the clouds. And then the week after I was, I was streaming and it just kept crashing. I would get to a certain part and I was like, Oh, yeah. but Anyways, okay. no, I, I, I enjoy it. Uh, maybe just not an achievement hunter like everybody else here on the panel, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I do, I do enjoy, uh, you know, uh, playing games and, you know, for those select games that I really do enjoy, you know, going in and unlocking all the achievements and seeing everything that there is to, to see and do. Um, <clears throat> So let's maybe bump, let's maybe fast forward a little bit to the Winter Community Championships. Um, and the, let's say maybe we'll talk a little bit about like the, the qualifying rounds, the, each of the, the three weeks leading up to the finals. Was there anything that, you know, maybe stood out for you or anything in particular that you had difficulties with? Um, in the three games that you were playing to compete? Um, yeah, I'm not that much into racing games. And that was um, the first week was like Wreckfest. And I was like, oh, no. <laughs> 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 yeah. I mean, racing games are good for competitions and stuff, but uh, not for me. <laughs> yeah. when, when you did try it, though, like, did you enjoy it? Because 
it like when you do these competitions, it doesn't feel like because you're always repeating the same thing. It felt more like a challenge than a racing yeah. game. I find. Yeah. So, and yeah. and Rackrace was not the racing part. It was more the crashing part. So yeah. it, it was better as well. Uh, but it was in snow, so it was quite, quite yeah. difficult. If you are not into racing games, it's even harder. Um, but <laughs> I connected with the Cloudplay community, so with the German guys, uh, Scooterama, mm -hmm. Gizmodark, yep. and Mugen, and we made some sessions together in all of these three qualifications rounds. Mm -hmm. And we had quite a lot of fun, I guess, in these three weeks and of the qualification, because we were in at the beginning of the week we were streaming together and like connecting and um, giving us hints and tips uh, each other how to mm -hmm. get better and stuff um, and awesome. for for week three i had a lot of brainstorming uh, sessions with oh my Moon gosh yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh like bump had like for the thir third week which is merrick's market you had mm -hmm. this big excel sheet which explained like the like the possible top score that he could get and it was anyway I'll let, I'll let you explain like how you did that yeah yeah i was just thinking i i mean week one and week two were dominated by uh, max burr beer um <laughs> <laughs> and uh krulk because mm -hmm. we were both first and second and it was maybe my personal pride or something i don't know <laughs> and, <laughs> I just wanted to not let that happen in week three again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. So, so I wrecked my mind and was um, uh, examining and stuff uh, for Merrick's market to find a perfect strategy uh, to mm -hmm. get the scores. I mean, it helped a lot that the leaderboard was not the best score, but the latest. So you could hide your best score. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Especially it was good because the, the um, finishing time for the challenges was always always like in in the middle of the night. So I couldn't make some last minute score like Max or... No? Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, so, <laughs> so, and I was like, yeah, experimenting in the game and stuff and was making this Excel sheet to track how, how much money each item gives. Oh, and yeah. Yeah. Uh, at which parts you can like maximize your score and the money you get from these guys and when i was in the game and trying to block these people to see if if it has an income or an impact on the money they give you afterwards like the tips you get and i was writing it down and putting some formulas in and stuff and yeah it was a lot of brain wrecking but it was a lot of fun to be honest yeah, because I, I remember, uh, Ninja, when you and I were commentating uh, the weekends, uh, you know, like a summary of the weeks, I believe, Bump, you, you, you had mentioned, because Ninja had said about um, it, uh, it's it's hard to to remember all the different things, like the order of stuff is, that is coming in. I think you, you had mentioned, Bump, in the chat there, like you had like a list of it, like it written down so you know, you knew the exact order of you know what was coming next and and yeah. you know what to do and everything yeah, yeah. so that was yes. you know well well within you know the confines of of the uh the challenge there so that was very smart and uh like almost genius like really yeah the, the <laughs> first columns were, yeah it doesn't make sense the first column is like the the item that was coming and the second list was on which table it was coming mm-hmm 
Um, yeah, and I figured out the, the first three things that are queen. Um, these are, they came in waves, the customers. Um, mm -hmm. And the, in these waves, it was possible to change the outcome because um, the multiplier was the multiplicator was um, still under the maximum. <laughs> oh, uh, okay. So, so if you and and there were clothes where they were the high ranked items where like twenty one um, in in basis base price. So if you get to get these items for a higher multiplicator, it would be better. So I was blocking these guys that came in to want to buy clothes, so that other people like buy, want to buy a belt or a chair or something are going past these guys that I want to want the clothes and order first to get the multiplier higher. <laughs> That's insane. Oh my god! <laughs> I wish your good one would have been recorded because I would have loved to see that, and it would have been cool to share to the developers also because because I, I bet that they never thought of like these kind of tricks themselves to do that. So. I, I can stream a one of this one. This is no problem. Ah. Ah, it's up to you, but, but I, like I am sure that the the developer would love to see you know the strategy when that went on that. I think it's great I, how technical you've gone into this. This is yeah, yeah exactly. no, yeah, right. me. <laughs> yeah. Like I, you could make the strategy guide, maybe sell it to the developer. Right? Yeah, I even maximized the the, the point of um, how you block these guys. At the beginning, I was just like going down and throwing two locks or three in front of these just to block them all. And mm -hmm. after a few tries, I managed to find out you only have to put one lock exactly in front of the left left counter. So the guy is walking to the counter, but his walk is just like, oh, where's the lock? And it's walking against the lock and not ordering. <laughs> so oh. the other guys just went on the on the right counter to order and stuff. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That's God. crazy. Oh, my gosh. And, and I think also, too, because, uh, I, again, I remember when we were commenting, Ninja, uh, like, Bump found, like, the exact distance that you could accept money away from the counter or something like that like you could you you don't have yeah. to go right up to the counter to accept the money like you could be a certain distance away and still accept the money and that way you know it gives yeah. you that millisecond of time that actually yep. is, is quite helpful it's it's crazy like doing these kind of challenges uh because it's so like like because it doesn't take a long time you and you take a lot of time to repeating repeating you just keep finding these little things yeah. that that makes it so much better. And uh, I'm thinking Rayman because if Rayman had so much like variety of stuff that you could do to improve. After you improve, improve something, then you could try to think about something else. Like it just wouldn't stop. You could you, we, this could have lasted like a whole month of improvement. You know, like there was just so yeah. much stuff to learn from that game, which was pretty amazing. Yeah, it, so, was, uh, it was Mary's Marks as well because. Yes. I've, sometimes I noticed you can throw the stuff. Like I noticed it quite early, but um, you could throw this uh, the thing like the sand you need um, quite early to the table in the top, and you mm -hmm. can work on it before you are standing in front of the table. Oh. If it's already lying on this, you can start to press the work on it button <laughs> quite shortly after you went past the oven. Oh my gosh. <laughs> oh my gosh. It's oh only man. three seconds of of uh, effort, but uh, that is yeah. safe, but yeah, it worked. <laughs> yeah. It, so, uh, go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. Oh, I was just, just going to say, um, so like, 
it's crazy also because you know sometimes it's just not a game that you actually play but the challenge just makes it so much fun too yeah because 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 you probably didn't play mary's market afterward right like you didn't no, I just tried to improve my score afterwards again, but yeah, I oh, wow. it since then. <laughs> That's awesome. Wow. Um, so all of this led to you being pretty high in the uh, finalist uh, competition. I think you were like uh, second or third? Yeah, fourth. You were fourth. Interesting. Yeah. Um, so then we, we got to play uh, three, uh, sorry, uh, four games, which was... Man, I'm having a blank. Uh, okay, Super Animal Royale. Uh, then we got Dirt 5, we got Cake Bash, and then we mm -hmm. got Killer Queen Black. So uh, if you don't mind going through these, uh, I know that in Super Animal Royale, uh, you know, how did you feel? Because I know that you finished first place on the first match, which qualified you first in, in to going into the the uh, the next section. So how, how did that feel? Uh, it was... Awesome because it was so intense. The, the last seconds of, of Super Animal Royale. Mm -hmm. I mean, um, I had like one HP left or something. Oh, <laughs> <gosh>. <laughs> the last seconds, and I, yeah. I said two, one or two guys to kill. <laughs> I, was, I, I was standing where I was surrounded by gas and didn't know where the last one was, and I was just okay, just fill up my HP and. <laughs> bottoms yeah. up right bottoms up yeah 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 oh my, oh my god that's crazy yeah. what, was then, there any type of like uh strategy you had throughout the game in animal in super animal royale like i know some people like uh i was commentating with vivi and adam and adam was mentioning original penguin was mentioning that uh his strategy is just to go hide and and only like embrace others when you absolutely have to was there anything in specific like you had a special tactic going into the game that you were thinking of or was it just you know all out just kill and go gun-ho um yeah my strategy was basically first to try to get the weapons and um items i want i that are my favorite because uh, super anime Royale was basically the game i practiced the most because it was mm -hmm. the first game um so I was jumping off um, from the plane quite early because I, the usual setup I had was um, an AK and a shotgun. Because mm. one was long range and fast yes. um, shooting and the other one is uh, more short ranged. Um, and quite at the beginning I saw a spot in, on the beach where was a blue shotgun and I was like, okay, I'm going to take that. Because no other one was jumping out of it, so I'm going straight for this one. And when I was, I think I got a level three armor quite early. So and when I was fi finding a blue AK as well, so I was equipped with the stuff I wanted to have. And when I was just okay, go for it. Yeah, <laughs> nice. <laughs> but oh, but with sixteen people, it was quite hard at the beginning to uh, to see someone. I mean, I, yeah, I it's a big map. Yeah, I, I rewatched the the um, your commentating on the stuff and uh, mm -hmm. what you you were looking at, um, and you were saying like, okay, normally in the beginning we're always guys dying quite early, but I mean it's a big map and we're like sixteen instead of sixty four people, mm -hmm. so mm -hmm. you had to walk a while until you see someone. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Oh my gosh, so. Yeah. 
Yep. So so then so you made it past or you you finished first um, in Super Animal Royale, and then the next round was Dirt Five, um, and because you finished first in Super Animal Royale, you had uh, you were granted. Uh, the the ability to be the last in into dirt five so how did that play in your in your favor was there anything like i know you said that like you've already mentioned that you're not really too keen on racing games so obviously dirt five is not you know one of your top favorite games or you know one that you, that you would you would play a lot so how did being able to watch the other competition you know play into factor and in, in how you approached dirt five yeah, at the beginning, I was always uh, to to my German colleagues that were joining the finals as well, like Mugen and Skudawama and Gizmodak. Um, I was like, okay, if I'm getting to Dirt Five, it's going to be my neck breaker <laughs> <laughs> because yeah. I don't know if I'm going to do it or it's just not my type of game. Um, yeah. But lucky me, I was last to to enter the match. I was like, okay. I was watching the first one racing and I was like, okay, I'm seeing the track now. I could mm -hmm. practice it now. <laughs> and when I thought, should I have a bad consciousness if I'm doing it? <laughs> uh, and when the second race was starting, it was, ah, fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> nice. I'm, I'm just yeah. doing it. <laughs> yeah. I, was, I was like putting putting the, the uh, YouTube, you're commentating on, on the one screen and put Dirt 5 on the other screen and I was just like, okay. <laughs> I'm just, pra just practicing this race and hope for the best. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and, and it worked out. <laughs> and it, yeah, it delivered, right? Um, we got a question here from from the chat. They're ask uh, Lepis Lelipek play says, "Will you play Rayman Legends someday yet? Uh, meaning, will, will you play it more eventually?" Um, for the qualifications, I already played it to the max, I guess. Because even it was announced for week two, and I bought it and I played through the complete story 100%. Oh my gosh! Oh, wow. Okay. Wow. <laughs> so I'm only I'm basically only missing the thing the one thing that's bugged out now. Oh because, right, the, ch the only challenges, right? Yeah, you have to collect trophies and you can only do this through these online challenges, and these are bugged out now at the moment, so I can't do this. So probably I'm not going to play it now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So oh after after Dirt 5, we've got a 20-minute break. And you told us that you were going to do something during this 20 minutes, but I don't know if you were joking or not. Uh, if you want to talk about that. <laughs> yeah, it, was, it was part joke and part serious. Okay. At that point, I was like... Oh gosh, it's it's nearly midnight and we're going for a twenty minute break now. Seriously, <laughs> <laughs> I was already quite tired because I was early, quite earlier this day, and mm -hmm. I thought like, oh, could we just please go on? And I was thinking about making a power nap, but I was just no. If I'm doing it now, I'm not going to wake up again. <laughs> oh. oh my gosh! So, so I just went to the toilet, get got me something new to drink and just yeah i joined scooterama he was streaming cyberpunk at this time um, already so i joined him in the voice chat to talk to him to not fall asleep <laughs> <laughs> that's right oh man that's oh jeez awesome. um, <laughs> that's funny and then uh during cake bash uh mm -hmm. 
I like uh, you. I I think they brought you for an interview, and they ask you. No, it's after Kickbash. They ask you what would you do if if you get the money, uh, mm -hmm. if you win the money, you know, at first or second place. So if you want to talk about that. Yeah, it was after Cakebash, I guess. It was for the yes. final, for the last game. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, I was just saying, I want, to, I need a new bed, <laughs> and, <laughs> and, and I still needed one, and I just bought one this week. <laughs> there you go. There you go. That's perfect. Now, like during the next championship, you might not last that 20 minutes. You'll be like, oh my gosh, my bed is so soft. Maybe, <laughs> maybe, maybe I'm not going to be able to make it this time, right? <laughs> But uh, giving the feedback, though, I, I think we're going to try to do it a little bit early next time because because it did impact your, your performance uh, for this this time. So we'll try to to, to yeah. uh, take that into consideration next time. Yeah, maybe next time I try to not have my child at, uh, this weekend. So. <laughs> <laughs> that would help. <laughs> I, th I think yeah, Flash can relate, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah, because the championship did start so 3 p.m. Eastern, so that would have been nine o'clock at night for you, Bump, right? Yes. Yeah. So it just starting, and it went for what almost four hours. So yeah, I think definitely that would be a good idea. Um, yeah, but 9 p.m. 9 p.m. was a good starting time because my child was already asleep at this time. Uh, okay. Nice. If it would have been 8 p.m., it would be hard to start the uh, start with joining. So yeah, that's <laughs> true. And then uh, we got to Killer Queen Black, which uh, so you you won Cake Bash. Uh, mm -hmm. I don't know like if there's actually like good strategy with Cake Bash or not, but uh, you know you did win this one, and then we, you ended up with it, with Killer Queen Black. Did you had any strategies going against Max Four? Uh, and you know how how did it feel? Like were you stressed or like were you super sleepy? You know how how did it work out? I was quite high pitched, I guess, but uh, so a mixture between sleepy and high pitched. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, I was quite nervous after match after after the third round because I was leading two to one, so I had mm -hmm. like two winning matches, but I lost anyway. Um, but but it was so so close and. All five rounds were very close, and like yeah. the first yeah. round was uh, Max killed me two times. I only had one life left. I killed him two times, and it yep. was even was again. Crazy. When yeah. he won this round, next round was the opposite. I killed him yes. two, twice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, third round, I got quite lucky. I killed him like in 10 seconds, three times. Also, mm -hmm. So it, it felt for the, like this for me. Um, And yeah, the, uh, the fourth and the fifth round were close as well. It was really intense. So, but uh, to be honest, it, it was like a deathmatch one was one. You don't have to really get a strategy for this because it's just it was more a reaction game mm -hmm. at this point. Yeah, makes sense. Precision yeah. a little bit, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Or, or like a guessing the movement of the yeah. opening, you know, but. I can understand like how it, it could be stressful and hard and it's it's nice like what was crazy is that you guys had like the same skill set so like the, the yeah. match was so intense like yeah. I, i really advise you guys to go watch it like it's i don't even know if it's 15 minutes like it, but it's really intense and, and really fun to watch so uh yeah you guys you guys should have have a look at that 
so very have, evenly matched for sure. Yeah, very. Yeah. It's like mm-hmm. even like just me watching it, like my hands were sweating and I had knots in my stomach, and I'm not even you know playing the game or, or you know have you know what's on the line that you know the coming in first or second and the money and stuff like that. So it was fantastic to watch. Yeah. Like I mean, the whole championship was awesome, but definitely that last Killer Queen Black between you and Max was just like amazing it was awesome yeah. like it, it was great to both of you yeah yeah and uh so the aftermath uh you finished the game you uh you know you were finally able to get some sleep um you know did, did, did it work out because i feel like a match like that you wouldn't be able to sleep too well uh you know like uh, did it take time for you to recover back to to normal sleep and you know how did you feel the day after the day after was yeah, it was okay. I guess I'm just good in uh, managing my sleep well. Because <laughs> I didn't feel, feel too bad. I mean, um, I was waking up, the prize money was already on my paper. <laughs> oh, <laughs> wow. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. So nice. It was quite, yeah, it, it was a good feeling because I never imagined I would even get to the top two or yeah. really anything. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it just goes to show you that, you know, you don't always have to finish, you know, first to make it to, it's just getting to those finals. And then when you get to those finals, it's anybody's game. And mm-hmm. uh, yeah, it's, it's it was awesome. It's like, we're all rooting for you. <laughs> oh, yeah, that like was, that. yeah, it was my buddy Bump, right? So I was kind of in my head, I was like kind of rooting for him a little bit, even yeah. though Sean, uh, uh, not Sean, but Max was uh, a Canadian. But mm-hmm. Bump is my pal, right? So it's, uh, I had a little hope that, that he was going to do it. But uh, it was so close, though. Yeah. But all right. So, Sean, thank you very much for uh, particip- participating in this interview. Like, we really appreciate you coming here. I know yeah. it's pretty thank late you. where you are. Um, just one last question. Will be will you be uh, participating in the summer uh, championship this, this summer um, 2022? If it fits in my time schedule, of course. Awesome! So much awesome. fun. So I'm, if I'm have the time for it, I'm going for it. Awesome! That that's very hey. cool to hear. Yeah. So, uh, guys, this was Mr. Sean Bumpf. Uh, you know, he's been starting to stream. He's on Twitch. You can find mm-hmm. him on Twitch slash. Uh, is it Bumpf or? Oh, yep. oh man, oh. I think it's hidden. Oh. <laughs> hold, hold on, hold on. Hold on. We can there turn that off. Oh, you can turn it off. Okay, there you go. Yeah, that's my Twitch also. This Twitter handle is uh, Bump Sean, yeah, uh, and uh, yeah, you can find him on Twitch. He's very fun to watch. Uh, we have our morning streams uh, and doing some Dawn of Dra- uh, Dawn of the Monsters at the moment. And uh, Sean, do you have anything else to say before uh, uh, we leave you to uh, to your uh, your dreaming bed that you're gonna have pretty soon? <laughs> <laughs> um, no, just thanks for having me and thanks again for hosting the Winter Community Championship. And I'm looking forward for the summer thing. And yeah. Awesome. Awesome. Cool. Thank you so much. Great. All uh, right. Thanks. Yeah. Have a good night. <laughs> have, have a good weekend. Thank you. Yeah. Have a good weekend. Yeah. Cheerio. Yep. Bye. Oh, Cheerio. Uh, <laughs> wow. That was, that oh, was awesome. Yeah. It was great. Oh, I love Sean. He's awesome. Yeah. yeah I really like him. Mm. Him and yeah. get some insight on 
the championships and, you know, what he was going through. And again, you know, like I mentioned there, it was like such a nail biter, the killer queen black back and forth, back and forth. And like, like bump mentioned, you know, one round, it was two to one. Then the next round it was flip and reverse. So him and Max were very, <clears throat> very well, uh, you know, the same skill set. Maybe in the summer of community championships, we could have uh, some type of like a, a a rematch between the two of them. Uh, <laughs> you know, cool. a different game, obviously. You know, just to yeah. see. You know, maybe kick off the championships like that with the the winners from last season's uh, championship that kicks off the second one. So who knows? But uh, mm -hmm. really looking forward to summer the summer community championship and and the new faces that we'll see there is for sure as well, without a doubt. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> yeah. Alrighty, so we talked with Sean here, <laughs> and now we're going to go ahead and move on in to the news here, and we don't want me over here, <laughs> let's go, okay, <clears throat> so uh, we're going to start here, let me bring it up, we've got the Summer Community Championship. Oh, do I have? I think I. Well, that's I my screen. Off. Yeah. <laughs> hey guys, yeah. I got the folder. Like, <laughs> I was curious if, if, uh, if you could share my screen for. Yeah, me. definitely. Give me a sec here. <laughs> there you go. Yep. And don't forget uh, the poll that we have running. Thanks for reminding me. Um, yeah. Are you expecting any big announcements at the upcoming? Uh, Google for Games Developer Summit, which is happening uh, this coming Tuesday. So please let us know, and we'll tie that in with a little bit of information uh, that we're going to be talking about here in the news. Uh, let me make sure I've got this set. Yep, we're good to go. So this week was quite a week for Stadia. We got a couple of blog posts here, uh, which was... Whew, which was awesome. It was good to see. This week was this week on Stadia. So not only did we get uh, that blog post, but we got two more blog posts here. And so we're going to run through uh, each of the posts here and uh, talk about some of the uh, the news that we, we learned here. Starting right off at the very beginning here, right in the blog post, join Stadia for the Google for Games Developer Summit on March 15th. We are one week away from the Google for Games Developer Summit 2022, uh, featuring speakers from Stadia and all over Google. Tune in as we go deep in a series of technical presentations. And this is what, what caught the, uh, the eye of many people here. Learn more about our plans for Stadia this year. Um, when this blog came out here on Tuesday and people saw that, it's like I saw in the community, like a lot of people were super excited about this. Um, and it, it, it's great to see. Uh, we will talk a little bit about Google setting expectations for the summit here. But yeah, it's, it's good to see here. Again, <clears throat> it's a summit that's for uh, developers. So it's very focused on the technical side of things. But there is the <clears throat> opening keynote here that um, appears that we're going to learn uh, what Google has in store for Stadia later this year. 
The festivities kick off with a keynote presentation at 9 a.m. Pacific, 12 p.m. Eastern, and you won't want to miss it. So I'm going to do a little bit of a tie-in here. I know that <clears throat> Ninjas is going to is going to talk about it a little bit later, but I'll just briefly mention that I'll be streaming the keynote and all of the sessions um, that are Stadia related on the 15th Tuesday. So you can head on over to my YouTube channel on Tuesday. We'll get started about 10 minutes before the keynote, get everything up and running and going, and we'll hear a little bit more about that later. Yeah, and that's why uh, we want to keep talking about it later on uh, during our show because it's, it's something very exciting and we like to talk about this. So uh, that's what we'll open up the chat with uh, today. Yep. Alrighty. <clears throat> so here we are. We've heard about Matt Street, uh, that it was coming to Stadia. Um, and keen people in the Stadia community have been following the, their Twitter account and noted about that uh, <clears throat> this was a couple of weeks ago and we mentioned it about that there was a coming to steam on the 15th of march and somebody asked uh, you know is that also coming with for stadia well sure enough <clears throat> we've got the confirmation here mad streets is launching tuesday the 15th on stadia and it's a physics-based party game, it says here, which has an emphasis on fist fighting, bringing something new to the genre with interactivity not seen in a fighting game, all while cracking a smile and bursting up laughter over ridiculous physics interactions. Mad Street launches on Stadia March the 15th. So I'm going to go... Week. Yeah, March. So the same day as the Google for Game Developers Summit on Tuesday, that's when Mad Street is going to launch. And now I'm going to, because this is, is related to, to Mad Streets here, we're going to go over to a tweet that Mad Streets uh, Twitter account put out here and said, in case you missed it, Mad Streets is out on Stadia on the 15th. And, and this was, again, caught the eye of many people. Updates coming weekly on all platforms following launch. So matches are going to have weekly updates here. Um, if we go here, we can look at little videos here. You can see like this is going to be such a fun game because you can see everyone just going out. Like think of like a big, huge pillow fight or, or you know what I mean? Like just messing around with friends and just having fun you can see in the in the crazy physics too knocking people off smacking them punching like it looks very similar to gang beasts if anyone's ever played that sort oh of yeah I didn't similar that. in that sort of way yeah. and sort of the physics of get packed as well it just yeah, like human fall flat, you know, like <laughs> yeah. that kind of, yeah. Or, or, or even if you, if you think about it, Cake Bash too, you know, in Cake Bash, mm. when everyone's all fighting around, oh, yeah. slapping each other <laughs> and stuff like that. So, so this yeah. is awesome. So this is coming out. Um, it's already out on Xbox, but it's coming to Stadia and I think PC on Tuesday, March the 15th. Um, again, we're in talks with a developer to uh, have them come on the show for an interview. Um, it's a very small development team, and they are extremely busy uh, putting the finishing touches uh, on the game to get it for us to play for Stadia. So look forward uh, to yet another developer interview uh, from our friends over at Mad Streets or out of uh, 
British Columbia here in Canada on the West Coast. Um, so we are going to be talking with them uh, shortly. <clears throat> so let's go back here, uh, back to the uh, This Week on Stadia. And uh, we know, uh, actually, last Friday, Ryan's Rescue Squad soared onto Stadia and uh, Fletch knows all about this. Uh, had very extensive <clears throat> gameplay, and you did a review on this as well for Ryan's Rescue Squad. Um, <clears throat> it's a platforming game, and uh, Ryan's friends have been kidnapped by the evil Dark Titan and company. And the only one who can save them is, you guessed it, you! <clears throat> So Ryan's Rescue Squad here, uh, it's got uh, a handful of characters that you can play with from uh, Ryan's universe here, uh, from Ryan and Combo Panda to Elf Alexa, Gus the Gummy Gator, Fight Through <laughs> Slime and Surprises and Worlds of Toys, Pirate Space, Prehistoric Times, and more. So that's two uh, Ryan's games that have come out on Stadia here, all within the matter of a week. We got on Stadia Pro, I think a week or two. On Stadia Pro, we got uh, the racing game um, from Ryan there, Deluxe Edition. And uh, last Friday, about a week ago here, we got uh, Ryan's Rescue Squad. So hmm. without going <clears throat> into too much detail here, Fletch, um, you know, you have a, a younger son who, who played the game, who you played the game with as well. What were uh, his overall impressions of, of the game? Yeah, so he's a big fan of Ryan anyway. Um, sort of, I think it's the same with anyone. Sort of, if you have a kid who likes Ryan, this is one of the games you should pick up. Um, moreover, than Ryan's sort of racing with Ryan. Um, it's... He found it, he's only four years old and found the controls a lot easier to use than Ryan's um, sort of racing with Ryan. So Ryan's Rescue Squad's really catered to that sort of more younger audience between sort of two to six years old. Um, it's, it's incredibly easy for him to pick up. He enjoyed it. There were a couple of issues with it, sort of like the soundtrack annoyed him a bit because it was the same oh. song on repeat per level. <laughs> <laughs> and so he got a bit irritated with it. And there were a couple of sections where sort of, he didn't really understand because the controls weren't really laid out correctly so i had to sort of mm. show him but overall it's a it's a great game for sort of the younger kids it is on the pricier side yeah. <laughs> uh, but i would say if they're a massive fan of ryan it's well worth the price because mm. you get in six hours plus of content for the younger audience especially because wow. you know they're not gonna they're not gonna I, I completed it in sort of four to five but as you know sort of younger kids are taking way longer <laughs> than that because they'll want to take it all in so, but yeah, it's it's a fun it's it's a fun platformer game, um, especially for kids. Awesome. So the big question is, Fletch. Everybody wants to know in the chat. The phone's ringing off the hook here. <laughs> did you get a hundred percent in in this game, Ryan's Rescue Squad? Did you hundred percent it? I did not. <laughs> you did um, not. What? I thought you did. No. Um, I actually missed out a couple of bits along the way when I was playing through it, and I haven't just I haven't had a chance to go back to it yet. <laughs> Unfortunately, when I was reviewing this, I was quite ill, so yeah. <laughs> I was trying to get the review done. <laughs> uh, but All yeah, right. no, I'll, I'll probably go back to it and hundred percent it. You know me. Nice. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's funny. I, I totally thought that you had did, but then you know I realized you've been sick and and not feeling well, so. 
We'll mm. let it slide this time, but uh, <laughs> this time, yeah, <laughs> yeah, this time here. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so next, we've got uh, news on the Elder Scrolls Online's next big adventure. Uh, we talked about uh, this a couple of weeks earlier too. Uh, Ascending Tide. So the first part of the legacy of the Breton's year-long adventure kicks off this week with the launch of the Elder Scrolls Online Ascending Tide. It introduces two challenging new dungeons uh, for you and your party to explore. Ascending Tide begins the chivalric story that will take players to the... Oh boy, I'm not going to be able to pronounce that. <laughs> A place in the High Isle chapter. We'll just go with that. Oh uh, in this new... Okay. Okay. So, so, what's that? It's Sistress Archipelago. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. So there we that. go. Place... What do you, whatever yeah. you said. That, yeah. <laughs> In this new dungeon add-on content, you and your crew must investigate the hideaway of a nefarious brotherhood in the Coral Area and search for lost treasure in the eerie abandoned dockyards of Shipwright's Regret. Uh, launching on March the 14th, you can get access to the Sending Tide add-on content via ESO Plus membership with crowns from the in-game crown store on Stadia. So that's that's interesting. I know uh, Elder Scrolls fan have been looking for that forward to this, and uh, yeah, the content is here. Hmm. They keep uh, getting some new stuff. Uh, we keep seeing some news about Elder Scrolls. Like they keep supporting the game, which is kind of cool. Yep, that is awesome, awesome mm. for sure. And I know we've got a couple of fans out here in the chat. I know Polidero, or aka the Scientist, is a big yeah. Dead by Daylight fan here. Well, look who's <clears> here. <throat> we even have Lucky Six in Ooh, the chat. Lucky's <laughs> here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a big fan as well. Yeah. Um, so here's brand new content for dead by daylight and just so it happens that it's a free play weekend on stadia um this new content says from the depths the dark present stirs will you have the guts to look it in the eye i don't know if i would um the curse of dead by daylight is alive and well with a new chapter sadako rising inspired by a novel Ringu and its subsequent film adaptation. We can see that inspiration there, you know, with someone coming out of the TV there. The game features a brand new killer nice. and a new survivor. Uh, yeah, Ooh. so that's awesome. You can see I, I I skipped over what their names were because I, I already <laughs> knew that I that I couldn't pronounce them here. That, that trailer um, just freaked me out. I saw. Yeah, it's very <laughs> freaky. I'm, I'm really not it, good with horror, and that just freaked it, me out. It, putting it on repeat <laughs> look at that's it. right we gotta put it on repeat here it's a bone chilling experience from start to finish just ask nice. fletch your hands will shake like a rumble pack while playing this game dead by daylight uh sadeku rising is now available on stadia i know dead by daylight has a ton of add-on content like this game is like it is so awesome there's so many different mm. add-ons and characters and whatnot that you can uh, get for the game here and i know uh there's a, a big community for it as well Paladero, lukey as well i can see uh here in the comments the killer is awesome nice uh, so yeah mm. so <clears throat> this is great for those fans that Fletch is afraid of the eye there, so we'll go past this here. <laughs> uh, I'm, not gonna, I'm not gonna lie, I did minimize my screen. I was like, like, oh, nah. did you? okay, 
I told you I'm really not good with like jump scare things. Like, it's, just, yeah. it's just not me. You can trust what, us. We did not play, put it back on repeat. Yeah, you can I, trust played, us. Um, I remember playing Dead by Daylight with like Endeavor and a few guys mm-hmm. from Stadia Hunters before. And just the entire time, I was just sweating. I was there like, oh no, I don't like this. I don't like this. <laughs> so here are the blog post references uh, about the free play weekend that's currently going on now. Uh, Start it on the 10th. And ends on Monday, March the 14th. It's a game that feels like you're smack dab in the middle of a nightmare slash horror film. And only the bravest will dare to try this one with the lights off. What's better than than trying before buying? Uh, The Free Play Weekend, the multiplayer action survival horror game for no cost. The full game will be available until the end of the day on March the 14th, Monday. Ooh. Nice. So that that was our first blog post of the week from Stadia. And then we're going to move here. I'm going to close this up. And then, (laughs) sure enough here, I believe this was on Wednesday. The very next day, another blog post here. What the heck is going on? (laughs) Next up on Stadia, City Skylines, Overcooked All You Can Eat, and Golf With Your Friends. Now, I know on Discord we were talking, I believe Fletch and there were several other people had been been talking about this, you know, over the course of the past several months about City Skylines and, and hoping that it would come to Stadia and we'll look. Sure enough, here it is. It, it's been announced along with two other games here. Um, and here we go. Let's see. It says, with a little bit of everything, what's not to love about today's game announcement? We're excited to reveal three incredible games coming soon from two new publishers making their debut on Stadia. And that's important. So that's two new publishers bringing games to Stadia, opening the door for even more to come in the future. If you've got a knack for building, Paradox Interactive is making their way to Stadia this spring with City Skylines, giving you all the tools you need to create your own sprawling metropolis. Then, Team 17 is also arriving on Stadia in a big way with two titles launching in April. So that's next month, featuring featuring the competitive co-op cuisine of Overcooked <laughs> All You Can Eat. Yum, 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 yum. <laughs> and the mini golf madness of Golf With Your Friends. Uh, read up here for the key the key gameplay uh, information on these games here that are coming to the store. So Sk- City Skylines here, uh, this is announced as coming in spring. So we've got that spring time frame. Spring technically lasts all the way up until I believe it's June the 20th or the 19th. So there's still a wide window here, but hopefully sooner than mm. later. Um city skylines here you can build your city now maybe instead of just reading all this fletch i know you're a fan of this game so obviously like have you played this before or can you maybe tell us a a a little bit about it rather than you know me reading line from line on on what they're talking about here yeah so i've played sort of not massively long of it but i have played it Mm -hmm. when it went on to playstation plus quite some time ago um but yeah sort of it's essentially it's it's very similar to if anyone's played sim city before so if you start from sort of having your small little town 
um and then you can build build it up you have to you know supply electricity water traffic control absolutely everything sort of to simulate with regards to a city that's what you have to do to grow your big metropolis and obviously there's sort of different world events as well um different sort of you can get like earthquakes tornadoes etc fire fires on buildings so you've got to it is a very heavy sim management game when you get into it when you go on to later stages um mm -hmm. but it, it is really good it does get very intense very quickly and i've seen some incredible things online where people have built sort of these cities that are self that's sort of they don't even need to do anything it's all self-preserved oh so oh, it's man. phenomenal which people what people can do with it and sort of yeah you're looking at hundreds of hours of gameplay you can <laughs> it's, it's, it's it's great <laughs> nice and, and there's no mention here whether it's going to be a Stadia Pro game or not. But we've seen, like Fletch has mentioned, it's, it has been part of PS Plus. Currently, right now, on PC, I believe it's free on the Epic Game Store. Yes. Mm. So there's a possibility. Again, this is all speculation. Nothing has been said. Either way, that uh, this could very well be a Stadia Pro game when it does come out here. Uh, so that was good. I mean, other than that, that's my question I was going to ask you is, is it similar to SimCity? And you answered that right away here. So <laughs> for all those diehard Sim fans here, I mean, you can build uh, the the city of your dreams um, and just it looks like it's super in-depth here, mm. uh, like Fletch was, was talking about. And uh, light in my room here decided <laughs> to turn off again. I don't know why it does that sometimes, but I've got the the remote here to turn it back on. Uh, yeah, so um, <clears throat> City Skylines coming from Paradox Interactive, a brand new uh, publisher coming to Stadia here, and this is their first game. So really looking also, forward um, to that here. They're also behind the games like Prison Architect and Crusader mm -hmm. Kings. So I'm hoping we see nice. mm -hmm. if they bring this, they bring Crusader Kings 3. Yeah. That'd be mm -hmm. very nice. <laughs> and awesome. Uh, awesome. the Stadia Adventure has a good point, and I wanted to talk about that too. He says, that's what he says, like new publishers coming out of our ears. Usually like, you mm -hmm. know, this is something that we get a lot excited about because this just means that Stadia has a, like a new relation with these publishers, mm -hmm. which like Fletch says, like we can get like more of these games coming out. I mean, I feel like Stadia is working on that, like more friendships with, with a lot of publishers and that they're spreading the word and mm. seeing new publishers coming in is, is very exciting. I think what's good as well is sort of with the whole summit coming up, you know that mm -hmm. these publishers will be watching as well. Even though they're, yes. br they're bringing their new games, uh... they're going to be watching. And for me personally, I'm really happy to see Team 17 on Stadia because I love Worms. I love Hell Let Loose. Bring both of those <laughs> games. You'll make my day. <laughs> yeah. I think like Worms is pretty much like the, 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 you know, the main, like Team 17, no one for Worms. So it's like their cover game. So I think mm. that there's quite a, a good possibility that uh, Worms would be, can be, could be coming to Stadia. But, you know, as like Ninja mentioned here too, um, not only are more games exciting you know that, that it's coming to stadia because you know not every game that comes is going to be for everybody but it's new publishers too mm -hmm. so we get these uh, these new publishers with the option or, or the the possibility of bringing even more of their libraries over um so yeah this is th this is good i know a lot a lot of people 
are going to be super excited to play this on Stadia. I'll give it a try. I'm going to be 100% honest with you. I'll probably play it, you know. I'll, I'll give it a good go. I'm not too much of a hardcore sim fan. But, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll definitely try it out and uh, stream it the best that I can here. <laughs> you know, so for people wondering what it may look or run like on Stadia. But, yeah, this is good. Like, you can never never have uh too many games and seeing this sim game come over to to stadia is great uh well so now it brings us up to team 17 uh we talked a little bit with bump uh about Merrick's market earlier and overcooked all you can eat is 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 similar ish uh to uh Merrick's market here and uh this is coming to Stadia. you can see down here um, in the bottom here, you, you can play with four other people, and this is going to be online multiplayer as well. Um, and you're you're working together as a team here to put together and uh, orders and get them delivered and whatnot. And it says here that peckish have risen again, and it's your job to satisfy their hunger. Are you ready to save the world again? Overcooked All You Can Eat is a chaotic cooking game where players need to work together or alone to serve as many dishes as they can before the timer runs out. Travel through the land cooking up a variety of recipes and evolving and dynamic kitchens. <clears throat> so it says here, here's some features that uh, Overcooked goes online for the first time ever. Online multiplayer has been fully integrated into Overcooked revisit your favorite kitchens from the first game in up to 4k accessible stadia pro and play online a visual feast both games have been taken to the next level with stunning enhanced 4k visuals accessible with stadia pro so again this this is good for those reading this blog that aren't familiar you know it's giving you that little the little reminder here that yep yeah, you can have 4k visuals with the game but you know you need stadia pro for 4k this is the best that the overcooked series has ever looked tasty new content new levels new chef new mayhem all exclusive to overcooked all you can eat uh, you can see here like this is just going to be so fun to be able to mm -hmm. play uh, yes. multiple modes players can enjoy campaign survival and practice mode look down here you can see there's a crap load of chefs to choose from here uh <laughs> it's just crazy awesome and there's an all uh, and new to all you can eat is an assist mode this is great assist <laughs> mode offers a number of options to allow for a less frantic game including including slower recipe output increased round timers and the option to skip levels all about accessibility, right? You know, yeah. it's giving the the opportunity for everyone to enjoy uh, a game such as this on all various skill levels. That's awesome to hear. And here you go. Accessible for all. features <laughs> that allows nice. as many players as possible to join the food frenzy. Scalable UI too. Dyslexia friendly text. And color blindness options are all available. So, wow, that's even taking it to the next level. I love seeing stuff like this in games. Mm. It's starting to become more and more common that uh, developers are putting in these accessible modes, not only for difficulty, but also things like this, you know, scalable UI, a colorblindness 
uh, blindness friendly. You know, so it's it's again getting your games into as many players as possible uh, while still everybody having uh, the same great overall experience. So mm-hmm. a big Overcooked shout out. Overcooked is a uh, phenomenal game. Absolutely yeah. phenomenal game. L- really looking forward to it here. And that's coming April, so next month. So again, could it be Stadia Pro? We'd all love it, but mm. uh, I guess we'll find out soon here. Yep. And uh, another game coming here, Golf With Your Friends from Team 17. Uh, developed by Blacklight Interactive. And they say here, why have friends if not to play golf with your friends? Uh, there you go. I'm not sure that's the sole <laughs> reason for having friends, but nonetheless, it could be one of the reasons here. Nothing is out of bounds as you take off courses filled with fast-paced, exciting, simultaneous mini golf. I love mini golf for up to 12 players. And we've got some animated gifts here. We can see 12 player multiplayer. Make sure your skills are up to scratch as you tee off against 11 other golfers in simultaneous online player multiplayer. I've, I've played this before um, with a lot of friends and it is incredibly fun. I'd say if there's imagine. one game to play, it's definitely this. <laughs> and uh, it, it does destroy friendships. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. There's even theme courses. Go head-to-head on courses with unique mechanics and holes. Become a pro in the pirate course. Arr, matey. Like these little <laughs> sound effects I throw in. Aim for the albatross in the ancient theme or wage an all-out worm warfare in the worms course. So we're not getting a worms game, but we have a game that has worms in it. So maybe... It's a very interesting course. If you have played the original worms, all the original Mm -hmm. quips are there. It's great. (laughs) Awesome. (laughs) There's even power-ups. Drive a wedge between your friends, as Fletch said, as you trap their ball in honey, freeze it, or even turn it into a cube. Man, oh, this the best is when you put so collision fun. on and you just fire your ball at someone and it knocks theirs out. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, there's three girls. Classic mini golf, shoot for the pars and hoops, which looks like this here. It's kind of like a basketball or something. and Or swap the whole f- a goal in hockey. So there you go. Uh, I'm sure we all have fun with that here, streaming that and trying to see who can score <laughs> each other here. And so this is awesome, too, for all the people that love to make their own levels here. There's a level editor. Put your own spin on the game by creating, sharing, and playing your own courses. So I don't know here. Like I was, I was kind of wondering here. It says put your own spin on the game by creating. It mentions sharing. And playing your own courses. So I'm wondering if you'll be able to share these out with the community. Like there'll be uh, kind of like Little Big Planet where they've got a, like a list of courses that you can play and you can choose. I'm not sure. So Fletch, like when, when you've played this previously, are you able to play other people's courses that they've designed? Yes, you can. Yeah. So oh, there's, okay. there, there's some, obviously some pretty terrible ones, but then mm. you get the ones which are way over the top <laughs> and, then, and then some which are just frustratingly difficult <laughs> trying to do these oh. so-called impossible challenges they are they are very much impossible <laughs> <laughs> so that's cool though to hear so that that's great and there's customizations turn the fairway into a runway with unlockable hats skins and trails 
for your ball. I can Ooh. see I have a good comment here. He says, level editor with state share would be nice. That would be like a very cool feature to have for sure. Ooh, yes. Right? Yeah. That would be awesome. That really would be. So we'll see. I don't know. Again, this is coming in April. To me, this looks like a strong candidate for Stadia Pro. Uh, not only because it might be a game that some would overlook, but the fact that it's 12-player multiplayer, if you've got it with Stadia Pro, if you have a subscription to Pro, all you have to do is claim it, and you can play along with your friends here. So I think I think this is a really good candidate. I'm going to go with an early guess for April that this is going to be one of the Pro games with, with a good amount of certainty. Nothing's been officially announced, so I don't know anything behind the scenes or anything. This is just my gut feeling like this would be a really great candidate for Pro. Uh, so we'll see here um, what in, in a couple of weeks we'll already mm. be announcing April's games here. So hopefully it won't be April Fool's on me and uh, call your friends <laughs> here is going to be is going to be part of Stadia Pro. And for all the achievement hunters as well, it will take the tie for hardest game for achievements as well. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> really? Unless, yeah, you have to get like. Par, uh, below par in every single level and stuff like that so yeah it becomes Holy very <laughs> jeez i can only imagine okay so that was the second blog post for the week and i think that there really hasn't ever been more than two at most blog posts in the in the same week but mm -hmm. sure enough here we are the third blog post tuesday wednesday thursday we're getting spoiled Crazy. here. I, I yep. don't think, like, my personal opinion is we're not, this isn't going to be something that's consistent. It's like, I wouldn't say don't expect every week for there to be two to three blog posts or on the the the, the twos week that there's going to be multiple posts. I just think at this point in time, there is that information that's available. So I think we'll probably, you could probably say, like, you know, we'll go in in certain cycles of sometimes we'll get multiple posts. Sometimes we'll just stick with, you know, every other week, as they had mentioned before. So as the news becomes available, um, so I wouldn't I wouldn't set any expectations of having multiple blog posts every single week or even a blog post in non blog post weeks, if that makes sense. Yeah, definitely. But uh Nonetheless, here, we're going with our third blog post here. And this one is centered around our good, good friends, Ubisoft, a very strong supporter of the Stadia platform. And uh, we're talking about here Dawn of Ragnarok, which uh, just released yesterday, Thursday, on Stadia and other platforms. That is the uh, an add-on for... Assassin's Creed Valhalla, which is basically its own game in by itself. Uh, we've got a new announcement here of Trivial Pursuit Live and uh, Discovery Tour Viking Age. Now, this originally uh, came out back in October uh, for owners of Assassin's Creed Valhalla. So if you own, if you own Valhalla, you've got uh, the Viking Age Tour. And uh, I believe what this is also this is mentioning because Ubisoft uh, had mentioned that they're going to make a standalone version where you don't oh. have to own Valhalla to be able to play it. So I think that's mm -hmm. what this is, is mentioning here. And then year seven for Rainbow Six Siege. 
Um, I'll, I'll go over this here. I, I'm, I'm, I'll probably focus more on Trivial Pursuit um, and <laughs> Rainbow Six Siege here. But yeah, so we're talking about Assassin's Creed Valhalla, Dawn of Ragnarok expansion, uh, new powers of a god, journey into Norse myth, fight new enemies of ice and fire, experience Odin's personal saga. I streamed this. And, <laughs> oh my god. I thought so so when I do streams here on games that I'm just starting out, ju you know, just for the stream to to show uh, you know, allow people to see it. I put it on like the easiest setting so I won't have problems. Well, sure enough, the first major fight that I had with one of these individuals here and I'll go ahead and and, and play this here uh, while I'm talking. Uh, boy, I certainly did have trouble with it. No, that guy right there, I had trouble with, and uh, whew, he kept pushing me back into the fire. Eventually, I got it. I mean, it took a little while just just to get used to and things like that. But uh, yeah, I streamed this here and basically played the prologue um, all the way up into what, what you would consider the quote unquote beginning of the game here, a little over an hour or so. Um, but yeah, this is definitely Assassin's Creed fans here looking for uh, to get more from the series here. This uh, Dawn of Ragnarok here, it, again, like we mentioned, it's like almost its own standalone game. Looks very beautiful, uh, very well voice acted and, and unique here. You can see you can pick your character, male, female, um, it, it's it's good. So I'd highly recommend if you're into Assassin's Creed um, that you check out D uh, Dawn of Ragnarok here. It's a great add-on for um, the game. Is it like 30 to 40 hours of content? Isn't it? Something like yep. that? Yeah. yeah. Don't, don't yeah, tell so Sean. Don't tell Sean Bunk. He'll, yeah. he'll, go, he'll go crazy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so we already know Assassin's Creed Valhalla has already got a ton of content as it is. Here's even more, and I believe what this is the third add-on for the game and gosh they ubisoft does such a great job um in providing content for their games here again looks for fantastic and here we go dawn of ragnarok is available now players who already own assassin's creed valhalla can purchase dawn of ragnarok for 39.99 us 49.99 canadian now this game was on sale earlier before it launched but that sale is over um and there's also now uh two two editions that you can purchase in the store valhalla ragnarok edition and then the complete edition nice uh, that that'll get you that content here um the next is another party game here from ubisoft at trivial pursuit live so you can play the world's most well-known trivia game on march the 17th experience the thrill of competing on a tv trivia game show at home or on the go that does feature online play and also local uh, featuring different fo question formats to challenge players from the beginner to the expert you can even take on players from around the world in online play uh, some of the features here Customize your gameplay. You can choose, you know, your favorite categories, question and answer formats, game length, inclusive through everyone, through adaptive levels. So, again, it's that making your game as accessible as you can to a wide range of people. Mm -hmm. Get the whole family on board. Kid-friendly questions. 
let the whole family play together. Unique catch-up rounds, um, exclusive question format. So if you're looking for a good game to play uh, with family and friends, uh, stream as well. This is uh, this is just another another game to put in your little basket here with Trivia Pursuit Live. Yeah, and it it's coming March the seventeenth, so that's next Thursday when we do our interview with Delirious the Moon developers. Hint, we, hint, wink, <laughs> wink. Yeah, <laughs> maybe maybe we should uh, you know ask them for a quick game of Trivial Pursuit. Um, yeah. I've been playing the game a lot, like on PlayStation Four. And mm-hmm. oh my gosh, it's so much fun! Like I love it. I've been playing so many hours with my spouse, and uh, like uh, the questions are are still like they're not too hard. There's they're like you know Trivial Pursuit, especially the board game. Those questions mm-hmm. are just insane, right? Like about stuff from history and stuff. But uh, yep. no, they're very reasonable questions. You know, like uh, uh, stuff that you could actually answer, or you, you know, you can guess and maybe have it right if if. If you map, oh. like, if the questions doesn't make any uh, sense, you know, like the mm-hmm. answers you can connect to, like, oh, maybe this one makes more sense and stuff like that. So it's a uh, can I nice say I've, um, I've never played Trivial Pursuit. I don't really what? know what it is. <laughs> okay, so so uh, I, I was I was going to before moving on to Rainbow Six Siege. I was going to end this this little part here with a little bit of trivia myself here. Uh, for those that don't know, Trivial Pursuit was invented by two Canadians in the late seventies and early eighties. So oh. it's got its Canadian roots here. Um, so for so Fletch, it's just like. Um, you know, uh, you don't know Jack, you know, those type of things, the, the trivia questions where you'll ask something and then you'll have like uh, probably, you know, again, depending on the different formats, multiple choice to answer, you know, so it'd be like, I don't know, some trivial fact on something. Who was who was the first who were the first people to fly a plane? You know, the Wright brothers, the Banana brothers, Jacques <laughs> Cousteau, uh, yeah. or Fletch. Pierre. You know, yeah, Fletch. Yeah, yeah. whatever. You know, so it's just a general tri- trivia type game here. It's fun to play. It's really fun. Yeah. I'll have to really give it a go then. Uh, well, yeah. I've got Ubisoft Plus, so I assume it'll launch onto that. Yep. There you go. Anyway, yeah, anyway, so give it a go. <laughs> yep. All righty. So moving along here, Rainbow Six Siege. Get ready to play. And I know we talked about this uh, either last week or a week before, but now it's coming up. The Rainbow Six Siege first year, first season of year seven. I've got to get my uh, (laughs) facts straight here. Um, Again, another game, Rainbow Six Siege was out, I think, 2015 when it first came out. And it's just awesome. Here is seven years later and still very popular game. Fun to play. A brand new season. We're getting a new operator. Uh, we're also getting, I believe here, a team deathmatch mode uh, where players can pick almost any operator fight with. An attacker repick feature, which allows players to change their attacker during the prep phase, which is cool, to better adapt to their scouting intel. So Rainbow Six Siege, year seven, season one. Next week, uh, looking forward to that too. Always yeah. have fun playing Siege uh, yeah. or any of the Rainbow Six games. Really, the the, the team that that match for me is a game changer. I'll oh, give it a yeah. try. Yeah, and yes. and I might start getting hooked to the game. We'll, we'll see how it goes. But yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah I love we'll have to match. play for sure. Yeah, yeah I'd love that. Exactly. <laughs> okay, and here we are: Assassin's Creed Valhalla, Discovery Tour, Viking Age. Immerse yourself. In the Viking Age, thanks to the Discovery Tour, players will roam freely 
throughout Norway, England, and the myth mythical realms of Yep, and Asgard in a map free <laughs> of conflict or gameplay constraints and relive history through stories with eight major quests. You will get to interact with charismatic historical and fictional characters, including uh, the king, some shipbuilders, monks, and more. Now, when this uh, first came out here in October, I, I streamed this as well. This is great because teachers and educators can use this as a learning tool. Um, if you heard when I mentioned here, it's combat free. So it this is an awesome way. You know how like Minecraft helps get students engaged and kids engaged in into learning. Again, this Discovery Tour of Viking Age is a great way to to learn about history, Norway, England, you know, and things like that. So this is awesome. And I even believe uh Correct me if I'm wrong here that they even have Ubisoft has like teaching materials to go along with this for those teachers that mm. want to bring mm. this into their classroom and things like that. So it's awesome. Totally yeah. awesome. Yeah. I think um, they did the same for Odyssey as well. Um, yeah. With that. So yeah, it is very extensive. I tried the Odyssey one and the detail they include is extensive. So yeah, no, yeah. it's really good for teaching the... people. The first Assassin's Creed game they had in mind to be educational at the time, they, you know, they ended up changing it. It's it, like it's, it got a lot more action and stuff like that. But it's cool right. that they got to their roots and, you know, actually implemented what was their vision when they first uh, thought of the game in the series. Yeah, that that, that is awesome. And um, again, this is just, uh, you know, another way of having you know students be able to to learn history and about different lands and times and things like that in an interesting way that is that is uh, appealing to you know kids instead of reading from a textbook or maybe even watching a movie this is a fully interactive adventure so it's awesome to see and as it mentions here it's included for those who've already purchased already purchased assassin's creed valhalla um it was a it's free if you already have it. Um, and then again, it doesn't mention this here. And I did email to get clarification, but I didn't hear anything back. I believe what this is talking about, because it says here, a unique interactive experience coming soon to the Stadia store is this is the separate standalone version that you can purchase. So you don't have to have Valhalla to be able to play it. So good. Looking forward to this. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And here we go. It's got a little bit of stuff here about lead epic rage, dark or dark age, open world, all this good stuff here. So again, that's that's our third and final oh, blog. But post. wait, John, there's something that they say on the bottom of this blog that, that you missed out. Uh oh, uh -oh. <laughs> more, yeah. more games. Oh <laughs> yeah, excuse me. Look at this. I, I totally. I was getting ready to even close the window. Yeah. More Ubisoft games are making their way to the Stadia store. For you to look forward to, including Oddballers and Tom Clancy's X Defiant. Wow. Nice. So there we go. We got a hint of some more Ubisoft games that are on their way to Stadia and an update on some of these other ones here. So Trivia Pursuit looks like it's going to be fun. I, I think that this is going to be a, a reasonably priced um, game. I'm not quite sure what the price is on other platforms. But I could see it probably being like here in Canada, probably twenty dollars, maybe. I don't know. Mm. I'm gonna or guess thirty. I'm gonna guess 30? thirty. Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, 
we'll see here on um, yeah. when it comes out on the 17th, the same day that Stadium Connect North will be doing their Deliver Us the Moon developer <laughs> interviews. So don't forget. Oh, it's on the, it's on the, it's on the Xbox store for play, uh, for the UK. It's £12. Oh, so, so yeah, okay. John might be Maybe right like then, 50, yeah. Like 15 yeah, it, or 20 Canadian, yeah. Nice. Yeah, yeah. So I think probably somewhere's around there. So that's awesome. All righty. So, whew, and that's just the first bit of news here. Um, <laughs> I want to talk about something that I saw posted on Reddit earlier today, and I went ahead and tweeted out: Capcom is hiring. We'll bring it here. Hopefully, everyone can see this. Okay. Um, this is this is using Google Translate, so it's translated from. Uh, Japanese over to English here. So some of it might not make 100%, uh, you know, be clear. But Capcom is hiring a platform engineer, um, the development of the uh, RE engine, which is Capcom's in-house engine. And it's basically now like any of the games that Capcom makes, they use this in-house engine because it's very versatile. We saw it in the last two Resident Evil games. Um, And it says here... You know, in charge of this person again. Remember this. This is translated from Japanese over to English, so it doesn't make somewhat sense. But what, what's mm-hmm. very important is is that Stadia is mentioned here. It says, "I am in charge of the part of the part that supports the entire game engine, including the design and development of their underlying library, the verification of the hardware and platform." of each company and the support for functions. We will perform basic verification to function integration and application research for releasing game applications for PlayStation, Nintendo Switch, Xbox, PC, Stadia, iOS, Android, etc. So here is this specific mm. game. <laughs> Delight the again here. <laughs> it must be getting mad. AI rendering will develop the library that is the basis for development of components such as animation and network and build and improve the development environment related to the entire engine. So here we are. Again, this is a platform engineer for Capcom on the RE engine. And they specifically mentioned Stadia here. So this is very, very promising um, to see that Stadia is mentioned here because they very well could have just, you know, admitted that here. Mm. Um, and we go here. And here is the, 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 the job posting itself on their website here on the Capcom recruiting page. And it tells your qualification requirements, the work hours, uh, complete week, you know, so it gives you all the the details mm. on it, and and its uh, work location is in uh, Osaka. So, yeah, this is awesome to see. That was spotted and uh, by someone on Reddit earlier today. So, uh, tweeted out a picture of that. Of course, gave them credit as well for pointing that out. And I even mm. brought up a game page here for those that are wondering uh, games that are are developed using the RE engine. So remember, we've got Resident Evil 7 already on Stadia. And then we also have Resident Evil Village. Both use the RE engine. Mm. Um, we now we know Resident Evil 2, the remake, that that's using the same engine. Devil May Cry 5, exact same engine. Uh, Resident Evil 3 remake, same engine. Resident Evil Resistance, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> again, same engine here. Devil May Cry Special Edition, 
Capcom Arcade Stadium. What is this that? Be, That's yeah. So this what is, is that? A, it's, it's it's a collection of Capcom games, arcade games. So it's, it's you can see here it says it includes 32 arcade games originally published by Capcom between 1984 and 2001. That is so, so cool. This would be awesome. Yeah. Like just because it says Stadium and Stadia, right? Like you know, <laughs> Stadia, <laughs> that's so the only why it's cool, right? right? Yeah. Yeah. That would be yeah. awesome for them to be able to publish that as well. Ghost and Goblins Resurrection that came out um, on Switch and then also PlayStation and Xbox. That's that that would be great to have. Monster Hunter would be an amazing oh my gosh. super yeah. popular game. In Japan and now around the world, um, Reverse. We know that that's coming out uh, this year at some point. And then there's yeah. two other games here that have been announced for 2023. So you can yeah. see, like the game, like uh, Capcom, rightfully so, they've developed their their own RE engine, which is of course Resident Evil engine. Um, and we've already have two games or hiring for a job for an engineer. Stadia's mentioned in there. So things do look good. Again, we can only speculate. There's no confirmation on anything, meaning that more games are coming or whatnot. But this does point to signs that there are more games from Capcom coming. Will we see or see anything mentioned like that at the developer summit i don't know maybe maybe not maybe after but i think um, um one of the capcom someone from capcom's at the summit doing a presentation oh okay well, i believe ooh, if, if so, that's yeah if that's the interesting case, you know, i <laughs> guess to watch that yeah yeah i'm just yeah. hoping exo primal comes to stadia after seeing sort of that at the state of play dino mm. crisis is calling mm -hmm. to me <laughs> oh my gosh i love that yeah yeah that's awesome so that's a little bit of news here. So now tying in uh, with the poll that we have here. So if you haven't voted already, let us know. I'm going to end the poll here uh, right after I read this here to let us know if, if you're expecting any big announcements for the Google for Game Developer Summit, which is happening this Tuesday, March the 15th. Um, Stadia tweeted out here. Got any plans for March the 15th? If you didn't already, you do now. Mark your calendar, Stadiums. You're invited to join us at the 2022 Google for Games Developer Summit, where you can learn more about our plans for Stadia this year. Now, as a follow-up tweet that they put out here, so that was done on March the 3rd, uh, and then this is six days later on the 9th. Um, the Google developers account, you know, is tweeting out about some of the sessions here for Stadia at the summit and Stadia account says here, as requested by you, the Stadians, we're committed to providing more behind the scenes context into our developer facing projects. They're pretty technical, but we think you will enjoy tune in next week. So we have a tweet announcing it and then another tweet here um setting expectations and this third uh no that's another so and this the second tweet here about setting expectations so we thought um that it would be interesting to see what people in the chat uh thought about uh the summit here and i'm going to end the poll here are you expecting any big announcements at the Google for Games Developer Summit? 
And I ended the poll and let's see what our results are. It might be a little delayed on our screens here. <laughs> let's see. Mm. And of course the light goes out at the same time. <laughs> uh, so let's see. Okay. So are you expecting a big announcements? 58% said no. 41% said yes. 39 people voted. So that's that's Pretty very tight. interesting. Yeah. yeah. Mm. That that's a lot closer um than I was expecting. Um, I think my own, and again, we'll talk about this maybe uh, here shortly after at the end if we've got time for the open chat. My own personal um, theory is that, again, like I mentioned earlier, that maybe at the, the keynote we'll get a hint of not something massive, but they said plans for the rest of the year. So I'm anticipating, just because we saw information posted about this, announcement about expansion into other countries like i think we've seen over the last several months hints at expanding so um i think mm. for me that, that we'll hear something about uh stadia expanding into to other countries here we may or may not but you know who's to say really yeah i've got a few uh, different opinions sort of of what to expect yeah. Um, obviously, the expansion being one, I, I fully mm -hmm. expect we'll see some sort of expansion. They keep hinting mm -hmm. at it. And mm -hmm. with the ratings going on, I think it's a no-brainer that we will see something on that. Um, mm -hmm. But I think we'll possibly see more going into the edge of possibly more TVs um, being announced, mm -hmm. especially for developers going even more devices. And then yeah. I feel like maybe they'll show sort of what their plans are for Pro. Obviously, we've seen Pro expand massively. In terms mm -hmm. of what it was back two years ago to now, from yep. sort of having twelve games to fifty, well, fifty-one. Yeah, um, exactly. I think they might say something on that as well because I think they even said previously that they shifted their idea from pro. So I suspect we'll probably hear something more on that. But yeah, I think sort of they won't show off any new games. Obviously, mm -hmm. <laughs> I think people need to be wary aware of that. But with regards to features, I think that's what we'll see. A lot more information about features and expansion more than anything else yeah what about you ninja what, what, what do you think uh i'm not going to talk about it too much because we've got the open chat chat right that, mm -hmm. that we were going to talk about mm -hmm. it but uh yeah i don't think like personally i don't think we're going to hear anything anything i think it's only going to be tech i think uh, we're just gonna uh like the special announcement for the stadiums is meant to be like in blogs and stuff like that. Like, I don't think that stadiums are meant to like to be forced to watch the development submit and, and things mm -hmm. like that. But uh, mm -hmm. yeah, that, that's my personal opinion for sure. But okay. uh, yeah. so low expectations. So if something happens, well, you know, I'll be super excited. So uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't have any issues with that. Okay. All right. So we're going to move along here. <clears throat> Um, and here we are. We talked about this earlier, the new Dead by Daylight uh, content. So I won't go into that too much here. Um, Just Dance 2022, there was a, a, a gotta get them all trophy glitch and they've patched that now for all platforms. So Maurice, you'll be happy to find <laughs> Hopefully yes. Maurice is listening here. Mm -hmm. uh, Maurice will be happy. You'll be able to get that gotta get them all so trophy. This trophy is glitched in Just Dance 2020. And I can't get it. So <laughs> it's kind of nice that they fixed it in 20... Uh, is that 2021 or 2022? Uh, 22. Probably 
22. Yeah. I, I'm happy, so at least I don't have to worry about uh, doing mm -hmm. like 50 hours of, of dancing and not getting the trophy <laughs> right. Oh my gosh, Maurice was so mad. That? Maurice was so mad that he danced like uh, Footloose. You know Footloose when he's so yeah. mad he dances like like crazy? Well, that, that's how he did it. So uh, now he's doing the happy dance. So oh, yeah. I know we've talked about it quite a bit. Maybe in the near future we can get Maurice back on here. I know Maurice yeah. is a very busy individual, so yeah. hopefully we can schedule some time for Maurice <laughs> to come back on and, and dazzle us with uh, his moves or maybe even just to sit down and talk and he can share his two cents on things. So, yeah, be interesting exactly. to see. Yep. So now here is a piece of information that uh, Ninja Guy X here discovered and tweeted out about nine to five. So I don't know, Ninja, yeah. if you want to maybe just go over this and, and yeah. mention. Yeah, for sure. Uh, so they're like out of this. So they, they've put a roadmap uh, mm -hmm. throughout from now to May. Uh, there's only like two very big uh, announcement in this. The first one is a little bit disappointing there. So there was supposed to be a new map at the end of March and it's been pushed to May to the late May mm -hmm. patch. So we have a few more months to wait for that, unfortunately. Um, but other than that, it's just little tweaks, uh, new weapons, and little things like that. But the the very cool thing that we're seeing here, and, and I didn't even notice it when I was first reading it, is that we're getting uh, achievements for both PC and Stadia. So uh, in late May, during the, the, the major update, will be getting uh, some achievement. And I'm looking forward to it because, uh, you know, it, the game is very fun. Uh, I feel mm -hmm. like I have enough skills to maybe be able to 100% this game. <laughs> so, you know, like, it's going to be very fun. I can't wait to see what, what kind of challenges they're going to give us. And it's going to bring more life to the game because, because only with two maps, it's a little bit repetitive and there's not really any progression, right? So right. With, with these achievements, it's just going to feel fresh and, you know, we're, we're going to have some new stuff to, mm. to go in. I'll definitely go back to the game. I'm liking the fact of new map, new modes, and they're extending progression as well, which is really yeah, nice. Yeah, exactly. Big so this this is good. yeah, this is awesome. It's free to play, early access, so it's great to see how this game is just evolving and changing. And it's only been on Stadia since December, right? So it's relatively new on yeah. Stadia, and it's been out on PC, I think, for a year previous to that, give or take. Um, so it's great to see the progress of this game. But uh, yeah, so achievements coming to uh, the game and also a new map, which has been delayed. Yeah. Um, so we're going to go here, move through uh, another patch for Life is Strange. We've talked about uh, other patches that have come to the game here. So it's good to see Square Enix keeping up on um, both of the Life is Strange remastered games here. And there's another patch that's already uh, released. On all yep. the platforms so that's great mm. to see awesome uh we had an announcement here a new orcs must die 3 dlc wow they keep putting out content <laughs> for this game which is good to see um tipping the scales coming in april the 7th so just about a month away five new maps holy mackerel oh my gosh including wow. a war scenario uh the new Tatara race and gear. It, it looks like a li lizards must die now. That's what. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and plenty more. So wow, nice. you could see it in the little thirty-second trailer here. Uh, 
Orcs must die. They just keep pumping it out. That's great to see. Yeah. When when you see uh, ga little games like this uh, bringing some more contents, it just means that it's doing well, right? So, mm -hmm. uh, so, so it's always positive to see this happening. Yep. And then just today here, we won't go over this too much because it's a summary. Uh, the save point, February updates here um, on the blog here from Google is just talking about last month, MotoGP 21, My Heroes 1, Justice 2, Dynasty Warriors 9, Empire, um, The Witch Queen for Destiny 2, uh, two new demos, Chorus, Rainbow Six Extraction, um, Stadia Pro hit 50 titles in February for existing subscribers. Could it seven games newly added to the library? Life is we know life is strange. Both of those remastered went straight to pro, which was amazing. Murex Market, one hand clapping, fogs. Um, then we also saw two free play days, Jackbox Party Pack 7, Assassin's Creed Valhalla. Um, <laughs> and here we are, 51 games uh, to explore in pro. I'm not even gonna name them all. There's just a ton there. And uh, yeah, content launches. Again, we talked about here, those games and announcements. Uh, Calico, Lake, Phoenix Point, Chaos Engines, the Elder Scrolls Online Collection, High Isle. So we saw a lot of news over this past week. Oh my dear Lord, I can't believe like it took that long <laughs> to get through all the stuff here. But here we are um, and yeah. Lots of news happening in the, the Stadia official. We call this official news here. Um, so thank you, everybody, for whew, sitting through that there and <laughs> going with us. Yeah. yeah, I didn't realize, but there's there a lot, a lot of information here. I know we always gather uh, together, you know, the night before we put all our heads together and we, we yep. filter through all the information and, and we, we basically touch on the topics we feel that are most important. So that was uh, ooh, lots and lots of news, which is awesome, <laughs> awesome to see. And now I'm going to hand over the uh, the virtual microphone to Ninja Guy X here, so <laughs> he can you. go over the uh, the community news. Thank you. So uh, we have a lot of community news. I'm going to try to go through it quickly because I really wanted to do the open chat today because because it's a very interesting subject. So uh, let me go ahead and start this up. So the first news that we have is congratulations to Max Bohr for being first place inside the Winter Community Championship. So he won first place, uh, very well earned. Max Bohr did very well throughout the competition. And he's, uh, as you can see, Stadium Connect North is very happy about uh, our Canadian fellow uh, winning this uh, championship. So uh, <laughs> congrats, congrats to Max Bohr. And I uh, hope to see him on the Summer Community Championship. And speaking of which... Uh, here in a tweet, we can see that uh, it's been confirmed that we will be having a, a summer community championship. So, you know, last year during the, the championship, uh, like we weren't sure if we were going to get a winter championship. Like it was just like in the air. And uh, but now this time around, it's been confirmed. We're sure to have one. Make sure uh, to keep a follow to the winter CC to see uh, when the champion is, is going to happen. And, you know, if you're a competitor, competitor type of person, uh, this is the perfect place for you. It's very fun. I highly recommend it. Uh, so next up, uh, we have those who remain. 
Those Who Remain is、uh, published by Wider, Wired Production,、uh, which, by the way, is also publishing、uh, Deliver Us to the Moon, which we're having an interview with next week, <laughs> Thursday. So I、uh, keep a lookout for that.、Uh, we're, as you can see, we're very excited. We want to. Was it you know, one we, wink, wink? <laughs> yeah, <exactly. laughs> yes. So now it's going to be a very good interview. So hope to see you guys there. We're going to have an interview on Thursday, and then we're going to have a regular show on Friday. So it's going to be a very eventful、uh, week next week because then John is also、uh, streaming the developer submit.、Uh, but yeah, so those for those who remain, let me translate that.、Um, we now have a. ESBR、uh, rating for this game, and we, like we talked last week,、uh, we've noticed like a, a couple of we,、uh, of months ago,、uh, they were mentioning that those who remain could potentially be a Stadia port. So、uh, it, this is very promising.、Uh, I feel like we'll be getting it、uh, maybe soonish, maybe this year.、Um, so yeah, it's a very prom- promising title. I hope that we get it. I hope that we get an official uh, uh, announcement. And it's it just everything is pointing out that that we'll be getting it. So hopefully,、uh, we'll get it.、Uh, next up is、uh, okay. I just have to read it here. Okay, <laughs> so、uh, someone here、uh, mentioned to me that uh, uh, are you planning to release Syndrome or those who remain on Stadia? That'd be great. Thanks. So those who remain might be coming to Stadia. Yes. So again,、uh, more thing. Pointing out that for those who remain, might be coming to Stadia.、Uh, next up, our good friend Granite T Rock、uh, saw this、uh, UK statistic games、uh, chart, which was、uh, showing like the、uh, percentage of players playing on on specific、um, technology or, or hardware, and it looks like we have zero point eight person playing on Stadia. It it looks like a small number. But、uh, Granite did the calculation, and he's saying that it should be three hundred and seventy-three thousand UK gamers who's actually using Stadia as their top system, which is pretty interesting. You know, this is all、uh, as usual speculation.、Uh, we're we're not sure if it's considered forty-seven million gamers, or、uh, you know, or other. We don't know like what it's based off of. But、uh, if it's the case,、uh, this is quite a big amount. I think this is、uh, enough to sustain,、uh, you know, Stadia as a platform,、uh, as a platform that could be making money. So,、uh, very good numbers. I'm glad to represent the UK in that zero point eight percent. Finally, UK news, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh man. So、uh, one other thing here, it's it's very interesting. Like it's kind of a stealth update for Disco Elysium. So they got. Some extra trophies. We got eight new、uh, achievement. I don't know why I said trophies, and two new hidden achievement.、Uh, now I'm not sure what's the the、uh, the reasoning of this happening. I don't know if it's happening on other platform. I, I don't know if Fletch you're aware if、uh, other platform got the same update. Not a clue. I've never played this、okay. Elysium, so I wouldn't have a clue. Sorry. <laughs> okay, no, no, no problem. I just thought you, you might know that, but、uh, no, it's very interesting. I don't know. Um, maybe they just they just wanted to bring more、uh, more achievement for for having、yeah. more stuff to do, right? Like、uh, for for completionists. So、uh, I think that's cool. In my opinion, I think if I know that some achievement hunters hates it because you know it it, it ruins their score system, but、uh, <laughs> I like it because it just gives a more purpose to the game. You know, 
yep. jump back back into the game and play some more. I w- wink, wink. I would love some more Raiders trophies uh, at GB, <laughs> by the way. So. <laughs> uh, so we've got some new uh, job opportunity from Google to in Waterloo, Ontario. So it's user experience designer, university graduate. And what's nice about this is uh, Austin here, who is uh, a Google employee, uh, is kind of excited to get this uh, uh, to get to pl- to work with someone uh, with these skills. So work with me on Stadia. We're looking for upcoming recent grads to join partner experience team as a UXD integration designer. So John, do you know if this is a new job posting? Yep. So yeah. So this is a new job posting. Um, again, it's for graduates. So if you go to even apply for it, it, it tells you that you need transcripts from your university. Um, but it's good to see here because, um, like you said, you know, it's mentioning there's a Google employee here that's out of uh, Kitchener Waterloo, so about an hour away from where I am here in Toronto, and there's one of the offices is uh, in there in Kitchener-Waterloo, and it's, you know, UX experience. So th- this this is good to see. Again, just more, like, expanding, right? Like, so you can help mm-hmm. design and work with this great opportunity for uh, a recent graduate or, or at a student there. And, yeah, um, yeah and, and I think, you know, like they mentioned in the tweet here, the job posting is a little is could be general, but um, it's it's specifically on Stadia. So yeah, so yeah, so you can see there. Yeah, it's west. It's about an hour, uh, uh, you know, about a hundred kilometers away, a, a, a little more, give or take, depending <laughs> on f- how fast you drive. But yeah, yeah, it's it's not too uh, too far away. And Austin here, I know Austin had tweeted as well earlier that uh, he was just given the or grant it to be able to permanently work remote uh for for google and working on stadia here so he's super wow. excited about that and this job here initially starts out as remote maybe it could be a full remote as well so a great opportunity for uh a recent grad or a university yeah. student and you get to work with austin which i i, I think is uh, he's an awesome person, so mm-hmm. I think it's a good, definitely a good opportunity for sure. Mm-hmm. Next up, so we got Sky. I don't know why this is in a community news. I, I guess this <laughs> this would be official, right? But uh, yeah. yes. So exciting news! All of the Akani plushies have finished production and are shipping to us ASAP. So if I'm not mistaken, those plushies were only obtainable if you were backing the game through Kickstarter at the moment. I don't know if they're going to, you know, release them uh, to the public later on. Yeah, uh, you, you actually, yeah, you can now. You can purchase oh. them. So they've released two. Um, okay. And then this is this is the third one that uh, they were still waiting on for production. So I've got the mm-hmm. first two. And I think as we pre-ordered this one as a backer so he's going to be excited uh to get Ooh. this in his hands and of course i as well because i love getting yeah. game merch so exactly <laughs> it's awesome they, they made they made it us wait and i feel like this is like the the best the cutest one so mm-hmm. uh it, it's funny that they made you wait longer for this one i love it i love the design yep. it's awesome uh okay so outright games uh Robera, Robirob, ask if there was going to be a stadia version for my little pony uh i'm not sure what's the like the whole name of the game but um yes so outright game 
Their intention it is to release this on Stadia, but we can't confirm anything yet. Thanks for your interest. So, um, you know, I feel like we always ask outright games if their games are gonna <laughs> release, but I think I think they're like wired production, right? Like their their intention is just to release everything on Stadia at one point or another. So if mm -hmm. we don't get it day one, at least they're working on, on getting these games. Yeah. So uh, looks like a pretty solid game. It's 60 FPS that I can see from here. Uh, lots of mini games, and uh, I think it'd be a great addition for uh, for Stadia, definitely. Yeah, yep. Great for those hundred percent achievements. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> These are like, our game is like the best company for achievers, which is kind of <laughs> funny in a way. Uh, so here, Ubisoft uh, released a video uh, with Jimmy, and Jimmy is a uh, from what his accent, I can I can see that he's a French person. Uh, but he, he here, like you should hear his speech if you can. Like he talks about Stadia, about how it'll bring, like what it will bring in the future. What do you think? Uh, like, what do you think? Like how Stadia is uh, not Stadia, but how cloud gaming is gonna uh, bring like a lot of people in gaming. Like this is gonna be the, the place to play games. And uh, no, he like it, I feel like it's a speech. It's a very motivating uh, speech of what. Uh, cloud gaming will be in the future, so I definitely encourage you guys to, uh, you know. Do, do you want me to, to, to share that out on mine, the audio? Because I know it's a little easier to do, like if it's separate, so that we could hear that. Or, oh uh, yeah, we can. Yeah, well, it's it's a two. Yeah, it's a two minute speech. Oh, let's do that. oh it's two yeah. minutes. Okay. Well, let's yeah. see. At the end, we'll get to the end, and then we'll see because I know we've got okay. time here. So yeah, but definitely yeah, check sure. that out if we don't. It, it's a great, uh, you know. Like like uh, Ninja said here, it's a great yeah. Uh, yeah. cloud game. They, they show exactly. Stadia in the actual video as well. Yeah, I just saw um, that. Yeah, I didn't. And notice I think that. Um, I think what we'll see is we'll see in, in the future that Ubisoft will be one of the first companies to make a cloud native game. Uh, oh yeah, he's also talking about it. that. Yeah, mm -hmm. so I, I yeah. expect we'll see that. Not 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 too long, to be honest. I feel like they're probably working on something now. That yeah, wouldn't exactly. Surprise me. Yeah, no, I, like I said, like I really like his speech. He's really, really positive towards the future of cloud gaming. And it's nice to see someone this high in, in the Ubisoft industry thinking like mm -hmm. that, because mm -hmm. we will be seeing more from Ubisoft just by the looks of it. Yep. Uh, so next up, She Dreams Elsewhere is a game that is already confirmed for coming to Stadia. But someone here at, oh, well, the Stadia Adventure, what a coincidence, uh, which is in the chat at the moment, ask, uh, you know, how how the, the development is going. And it's nice. They, they answered and they said, thank you so much for the support. It's coming along very well. Stay tuned. So it's good to hear back from them. Uh, you know, we'll be, uh, we'll, uh, it's just good to, to get an update and see that they're still working on it. So if uh, I'm you know, right in thinking was this a stadium? This was a stadium maker game, wouldn't it? That was announced, I believe. I, um, I think, think it was like with Figment yeah. Two and stuff like that. I believe it was. Yes, I think so. I think so. Yes, yeah. You know yep. what? Let's go on the wiki and have a look. Yeah. <laughs> hey, good, good, so, good thing that those 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 uh, wiki guys right? keep that up to date, right? Yeah, exactly. So let's. <laughs> what did you call me? <laughs> a bloke. A bloke. Right? Oh man. Yeah. I don't know. Oh man. So here we have the source, and it'll tell us in a few seconds. I don't know why it's so slow, but um, get there. Oh, 
Well, Always when you're trying to show something. Oh, there we yeah, go. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, okay. So they're way to Stadia through Stadium Maker program. Oh, there it is. Yeah, right under Figment 2 here. Yeah. I thought yeah. I recognized it. You are correct. <laughs> yeah, so uh, here, here you have it, guys. Uh, this is a Stadium Maker game. Uh, so Stadia is good at supporting some games. I think that they're leaning away to that from that type of, of business but uh it's cool that they keep their words on on some old older uh titles that they were funding for that mm -hmm. so next up is something uh i personally wanted to uh, advertise so john is streaming the uh dev summit um on tuesday uh march 15th and what he's doing here is that you get a chance to win a copy of My Heroes 1 Justice or Troll Hunters Defenders of Arcadia. So uh, you can win one or the other. All you have to do is go in, um, in the comments and tell him what game you would like to win. And with that, he will be going ahead and uh, decide or draw uh, someone to to win. So, you know, go ahead and have a look. It's going to be a very interesting stream. I actually have a conference that I have to attend on that day, but I'll be having both screens open. I really <laughs> want to look at that up. Hopefully, my, the, conference, the other conference that I'm watching is not important, but uh, I need to. I need to watch this. It's, it's too exciting yep. and, you know, can't wait for it. Uh, next up is guys, uh, lots of juicy news. Uh, oh, the APK breakdown. Yes, yep. this is an exciting one. So in the latest APK breakdown, we've got uh, some motion control uh, strings here that they've been uh, that, that they've digged out of the the new version of the Android application. And what this means is that we could be seeing gyro control onto mm -hmm. phones. So uh you know you have your phone and you can maybe drive around with grid and you know like a racing game especially good at racing game but john tell me what other game that might be coming to stadia that it would, the gyro would be good for i my personal uh thought on this is house of the dead remake we know we saw the esrb rating yeah. and i think that this would be perfect because on Switch, it's got because it's coming. It's confirmed coming to Switch. That's the only platform that the developer has confirmed that House of the Dead's coming to as of this moment, and it has the gyro controls. So I think this just opens a door uh, to be able to use your phone to play House of the Dead uh, yes. on Stadia like that. And I'm definitely, if this is the case, that's how I'm going to play it because that's going to be awesome. I love yeah. House of the Dead games there just for their pure arcade action. Uh, and I hope this opens the door for uh, Typing of the Dead, which is another oh my gosh, where, yes. where you can use your, your keyboard to, to type. I played that on the Dreamcast. Oh, Absolutely man. loved it. We have other typing games on Stadia, and we can even see that nowadays they've implemented so you can use the controller as well that actually works pretty yeah. good. So I'm I'm excited for this. Hopefully we get an announcement for House of the Dead soon. Um, because if I remember correctly, it's launching is it in April on the Switch, April seventh maybe. Could so be ho ho hopefully uh, this is uh, an early indicator that uh, there's going to be confirmation and uh, gyro controls, and this mm -hmm. opens up the door for other games as well. Exactly, and at I talked to MN2K and he pointed out that uh, we should also be getting a uh, like a gun, like a a gyro oh, control yeah. 
Stadia gun, official Stadia gun, right? Like that'd be so amazing. You never know. Yeah, you never know, right? I mean, if we get gyro controls too, we could get Marble Madness, right? You know those mm -hmm. Marble Madness games where you move the marble oh, around yeah. and you can oh, tilt and things yeah. like that. So Katamari Damachi would be perfect too, right? Like with the ball, See, that'd yeah. be so yeah. cool. Yeah. Right. So this opens the door for it. And then I know somebody else, um, I don't know where, I think it was on Twitter or wherever talking, maybe on Discord or maybe even Reddit. They were saying, oh, well, maybe we'll see a new Stadia controller with Gyro oh, built man. in. I wish. At this point, I mean, it's possible because PlayStation, remember when they release it, they've each like PlayStation and Xbox have oh. all released new controllers, right, for the systems. When right. PlayStation first launch, it only had the, you know, the not the analog, and then we had the dual analog sticks, yeah. rumble, like, and then same with Xbox, we had the Xbox S controller, which was smaller and more sleek. So having an updated controller launch with a system or a platform isn't unheard of. I I don't think immediately that we'd see one if stadia picks like the popularity user base grows then that that'd be warranted to maybe you know make a controller with uh the gyro the motion controls in it we'll see but it's always a good possibility here you have the phone you don't need to buy anything extra you just plop it out and get ready mm -hmm. to go did you say plop it out that's <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right yeah awesome yeah, okay here we go uh, in the chat yeah. right yeah so, uh, so uh, it also appeared that there will be some some per game customizability to both the new motion controls and as well as touch controls. So we might be seeing maybe some improvement to that. Uh, mm -hmm. So again, they're hinting at touch control, gamepad customization. There are additionally a complete set of SVGs and PNGs for the V2 touchpad. So, so that means that we might get like new kind of uh, UI. Uh, on the touch control, which is kind of cool also. Yep. Uh, so does that later string mean spectators could potentially text chat with players? So that is also uh, a potential thing that could happen. So, and they're suggesting awesome. they could unify the Android TV version with the phone app at some point. So again, Stadia is very advanced with their cloud gaming tech. Um, cool features that we're not seeing around uh, other places. So. Uh, you know, very exciting. Uh, next up is Dawn of the Monsters is giving away a nine-inch Megadon uh, figure. So, uh, so, so Fubi to celebrate the upcoming release of Dawn of, uh, Dawn of the Monsters. So it's pretty easy to get in. Uh, John, did you put the link in the description? No, but I will. Um, okay. What you could do now is just go to the 13 AM Games Twitter. Okay. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm, I, you know, it's anybody listening here. 13 a.m. games, and uh, you, there's the entry here. It's a gleam. You can enter, put your entries in, yes. and they're giving it away next. Well, look at that date, March the 15th. Son hmm. of a gun! That's the same date. The Stadium Connect North is going to have a developer interview with Deliver Us the Moon. Oh that's wow! Let's <laughs> well, yeah. Actually, it's not the 15th. It's not. It's the 17th. But yeah. Uh, yeah. But yeah, this is next Tuesday. They're going to give that away because uh, the game. Fifteenth looking like a busy day. 
<laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. gonna be a very busy day here. So yeah, yeah. Uh, it's busy day that. because you know there's gonna be the dev conference. Then I'm gonna be winning the Megadon statue. <laughs> oh, it's gonna be so busy for me, you know. Like ah, yeah. oh, I just can't yep. handle it, you know. <laughs> yep. So so Ninja, before you move on here, I just wanted to yeah. highlight there's a Stadia Adventure. He had said, and I'm not 100% sure either, but he's saying that the Oddballers is rated for Stadia and ESRB. I don't okay. know previously if that was, was the case, but regardless, the Stadia Adventure is letting us know. We know that... Um, Oddballers uh, did get delayed recently. Um, yeah. They haven't given a date yes. as to when it will be released anymore. Mm -hmm. um, exactly. So it's just been delayed indefinitely, but they said that yep. they'll give information out soon, so... I expect exactly. we'll probably hear yep. something about a new release date in the next week or two, probably. Yep. So what's nice about with the wiki is that we can click the source and see this update right there. So Oddballer has been deleted. I, I, I'm surprised that we did not think of putting that, uh, or did we? Yeah, I know. I know. I can't yeah. believe that we missed okay. that. But yeah, just but goes anyway. to show you, right? You know, we can't, uh, sometimes we miss things. So Yeah, exactly. So something very crazy, and uh, it, it's funny because uh, so it looks like we've got a new feature on uh, on TVs uh, with the Stadia Television app, and we can get 5.1 surround sound Dolby Digital. And what's funny about this is that I just got a TV about two weeks ago, and the first thing that I did is like go in there and see if I had 4K, right? Because it's my first time experiencing 4K. And I saw the 5.1 surround sound and I was like, oh, cool. Okay. I guess that was there, you know, I, I don't know how long. And, but, but I guess it's a new feature, you know, like I had no idea. I thought this, this was a, if I would have known, I would have definitely, you know, talk about it, but I, I, I wasn't aware, but uh, we are now getting a 5.1 surround sign Dolby Digital, which is pretty impressive. From what I've heard, 5.1 is very, like, it require a lot of effort in de decrypting for streaming, mm -hmm. especially. So uh, it's, it's mm -hmm. uh, nobody talked about this much, but it's actually very, very impressive technology. Yeah, so, I think uh, 5.1's 5, 5 been around since launch, but Dolby Digital has never been on Dolby there, Digital, so. that's what um, it is. Okay. I hope we see Dolby Vision at some point as well. That'll oh my gosh, can you Great imagine? as well. Yeah. So. But yeah, exactly. great to see Dolby being supported finally. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's very good. Exactly. Uh, all right. So, uh, so okay. So the the Verge uh, gave us some news about uh, Stadia. You know, they, they seem to be pretty excited about uh, like the the dev submit, and it's not just the Verge. We're starting to see that among a lot of journalism. So uh, I'm just gonna click a few here. We got Eurogamer. Uh, talking about bit, being pretty excited about it too. Then we've got uh, Tom's Guide, um, which the page didn't load for some reason. Stadia is not dead. Maybe I did not. <laughs> oh yeah, no, I clicked the right one. Okay. And then and then we got Windows Central saying uh, Stadia may soon be able to play unmodified Windows PC game. So uh, yeah, and this one idea could shape the future of gaming. So this is very cool because uh, you know. Late, like since Stadia came out, we don't see a lot of positive news around. But uh, you know, they seems to have switched things around, which is pretty crazy, to in my opinion. Um, uh, I'm just happy, you know, to see the switch of so much positiveness coming out of these uh, journals. And uh, I didn't thought the switch was going to happen so early. And you never know, right? Like it could 
tomorrow something could happen and then they go back into oh stadia you know might die soon or something like that but uh we just wanted to show this out to people just to show like how amazing uh you know so, some some news can do to this uh so i guess all of these people are pretty excited about the death summit and we'll see uh how it goes yeah i mean with the excitement too around uh steam deck coming out and you know it's using proton as well to mm -hmm. uh, be able to play windows games so now they're seeing you know that these outlets are picking up on the developer summit uh about having something very similar to proton and you know just mm -hmm. like when we talked with um oh his name escapes me remember yeah. he brought over nate uh ethan we talked ethan. with ethan a couple of yes. months ago too about the you know the windows and the games and stuff like that so it's very exciting to see like you said um hopefully they keep up this positivity here i guess we'll see after the summit on tuesday if there's a round of articles that are positive or negative but uh mm -hmm. yeah it, it, it's good to see it's good to it, see this and exactly. i just say maybe we'll see our stadia hailstorm remember that <laughs> oh yeah project <laughs> hailstorm all these new games yeah yeah who knows yeah. right um so in one of these articles, we've got Windows Central, but I'm just going to bring that up here right now. To, is it today? No, that was two days ago. They say, keep an eye on the Stadia scene as it could get a lot more interesting very soon. So I feel like they know more than than what we think, you know? So And, and then you know, they link to, the, to their article, but... I don't know if like they were communicated by maybe some PR uh, at Stadia or something mm. like that, but it does feel like um, they are like they, I, they they know more than 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 we know about. So may, maybe uh, we'll actually you know see some stuff that we're not aware of. You know, maybe some surprises. Yeah. I know yeah. I um watch a couple of the guys from Windows Central, like Jess Gordon, etc., oh. and they have quite a few insights into game okay. development companies and they do get a few leaks here and there um so i wouldn't okay. be surprised if they know something a bit more in depth and we don't know about is they do get it <laughs> from, oh. from anonymous sources <laughs> yeah that that's exciting i can't wait to see like you know what what they're talking about for sure uh all right so uh we do you know so overcook and uh golf with friend golf with your friend uh is coming out this in april and you know uh overcook is a cross-platform game throughout all consoles that we're aware of but uh we asked the developers if it was going to be cross-platform on stadia and unfortunately they've confirmed that overcook and golf with your friend is not going to be cross-platform at the moment so maybe maybe in the future they did not confirm anything but uh for now we'll only be able to to play this game uh with your stadia friends which uh, I'm personally totally fine with that. You know, I'm going to need to convince mm. some more people to come on the platform. But uh, both of these would be pro games anyway, I reckon. So I oh, think that'd the be... player numbers would be yeah, Yeah, exactly. Very well. Yeah, that could very well be yeah. you know, one of the reasons too. Yeah, exactly. It, it is surprising, but, uh, you know, it is what it is. Maybe they had some, some time to crunch and they had to remove some features. So, you know, it's all good. Uh, and last but not least, uh, congratulations to Stadia Hunters, a.k.a. Uh, Endeavor, who is mostly the one who's maintaining all of that, even though me and Fletcher are admins on there. But he he has reached 2,000 members. As you can see, like Endeavor has been growing a lot 
on his website. Yeah, look at that. Yeah. Wow. I don't know why people leave this website, but uh, yeah. It's, <laughs> I, I, what, right? Like, why would... Oh, I don't want people to see my trophies now. I think what it is, <laughs> yeah. yeah, I think what it is is um, I was having a chat with him before about this. So I've I've been there since day one since you set it all up, and oh, wow. um, it's hard to track people who ha obviously have their stuff private. So if they'd want to make their games private or any anything on their private once it goes private you can't track it at all um mm -hmm. so that's why you see a drop off of users sometimes where people have just made it private for whatever reason oh um, yeah, okay. yeah I see. so um but it also comes into context with regards to tracking secret achievements as well is that it's very <laughs> hard to track who's got a secret achievement because there's no way of mm -hmm. seeing what those secret achievements are on stadia um so he has to do that all sort of his end by unlocking the achievements himself so then he can track it so okay. a lot of work goes into it his side and fair play to him because he's yeah. built up a phenomenal website and community on that side so yeah, yeah, fair play wow. to endeavor. <laughs> a lot of passion was put mm -hmm. definitely on this website it's very well earned and as you can see like it's crazy like it's going higher than it ever did even like right at the end there you can see like that bar going super high i'm not sure what caused this but uh they're very very uh fond to this and and it's very fun to track your trophies via like via this which is very nice mm. um yeah so uh yep. that is about what we have for community news mm -hmm. um so john did a poll not too long ago and yeah, he asked, let me just get to this. Are you expecting any big announcement? It's, it's pretty small, I'm sorry, but it's saying, oh, are it's you okay. expecting any big announcements at the Google for Game Developers Summit? So chat, we're opening it to you. Um, the poll says that uh, no, 58% uh, think that we're not gonna have any big announcements at the Google Game Developers Summit. And we have 41%, which is kind of a big amount expecting mm -hmm. that we're going to get a big announcement so uh john fletch mm -hmm. i'm going to open this to you first what would you consider uh you know if we would get a big announcement what would you consider a uh mm. a big announcement at the death summit seeing phil harrison in his beautiful <laughs> <field>. <laughs> yeah he's got to have the red shoes right I, yeah. honestly, I, <laughs> yes. i'd want him just to like turn up and be like hi guys it's me. <laughs> yeah, right. That'd be so. That'd be great. I'd love that. That would just um, top it off. <laughs> I think for me, if there's gonna be a big announcement, it would have to be with more developers coming on board. So it'd be like a confirmation. You know, again, this is all hypothetical, and I'm not. I'm not saying that this is going to happen, and I personally don't think it would happen. This would be an example. If there's going to be a big announcement, they come out. They could say within again. This is this would all be talked about and announced in the keynote because all the other sessions are 100% technical. Um, it could be something like uh, obviously wouldn't say it this. But hey guys, uh, we're confirming that Capcom has signed on uh, to develop even more games for Stadia, and we're going to be seeing. Resident Evil 2, Resident Evil 3, Monster oh Hunter. You know, to yeah. me, that would be something. Again, I'm not expecting it at all, but that would just be an example of a major announcement. Just like I can't see said. Uh, for me, I think expansion is the most probable and yes. features, oh, yeah. like Fletch mentioned, features. Mm -hmm. Because we saw on 
Luna, that they have Luna Couch, which is an awesome, being able to play a local multiplayer game, Dawn of the Monsters. Imagine this, you can play Dawn of the Monsters, right? Without having to use Parsec, you can play it with anybody else where Stadia is available and they don't have to own the game, right? Like that okay. would be so awesome. So we need uh, a Stadia Couch, like we did that video yeah. so many months ago without having yeah. to use Parsec. So that would be cool. And also Luna just announced, or they just implemented because they've come out of early access, um, being able to use your your camera's phone and microphone to yes. complete the streaming, right? So yeah. I think those are two probable features that have already been in the works. I would like to see those three things announced. Um, I don't know the probability of them, but I, I think, you know, it, it's it's safe. You could have a reasonable expectation. Just not, don't get yourself hyped up and super excited for it. But it, it, I think it will be interesting. I, I really do. I think it'll be interesting yeah. one way yes. or another. Yeah, I can't wait. So Lo-Fi has some, you know, some uh, decent expectation. He says, I think Windows games is a huge announcement. And I agree. Mm -hmm. As soon as I was reading through the panel and I saw that, I was like, oh my gosh, like this is epic. Like for for uh, developers who don't have the time to uh, port their game to Stadia, Linux, you know, with Vulkan or, or mm -hmm. things like that, um, <clears throat> they can just... Go ahead and click a button and, you know, it's going to go. I, I, I'm saying that, I, I don't know. I can't wait for the summit to see what's the process is going to be like. If, if there's going to be enough power to do that for for bigger games or if there's any going to be any nitpick. That, that's what's interesting. Like, we don't know uh, what this means yet because even in the description, they say that there's gonna, <clears throat> they're going to do it. Uh, they're going to bring unmodified windows games like let me quote mm. that unmodified that's what they say so does that mean that they really have to do no work to bring it and and things like that so i think it's I, similar to what yeah. um luna do because luna's running off a sort of its own software um right. and they they essentially run windows games they're, they're unmodified windows games mm -hmm. um so I think we'll see something similar to what mm -hmm. Luna have done on their side, which is mm -hmm. great because it means more games. And yes. And I think that's what people are wanting. They want more, more games. Yep. And I think we'll see, realistically, I think we'll obviously see something in regards to expansion with it appealing to developers. If they go, oh, we're going to be expanding to South America and yeah, Asia. That's reasonable. Yeah. That's, that's reasonable. massive yeah. growth already. Um, and then mm -hmm. I think they might go like, oh, here's our plans to bring x amount of games in the next two years and they might go into something about that pro i know obviously they had the pro thing before for developers about the certain mm -hmm. amount that they'll get from being on pro and i reckon they'll possibly expand that onwards because we know it's up until 2023 i wonder if yep. they're looking at that scene success with it and gone we'll boost up till 2025 etc and they'll, mm -hmm. it's just those extra things i don't think we'll see anything like GTA 6 coming to Stadia. I think we'll see like... <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I reckon we'll see the um, the whole... we like The background like Phil Harrison had years ago at GTC of we're working with all of these publishers. Mm -hmm. Bring your yeah. games too. I think we might yeah. see something like that which would be quite a nice little touch. <laughs> yeah, yeah like... Developers there. <laughs> new games announcement, like it doesn't feel like it, like it fits this kind of thing. I'd be right. very surprised, mm. you know, if, if that happens. I think yeah. we could be surprised and they go, oh, we're going to be upgrading 
in next oh my gosh that'd be i'll be like that'd be the the biggest (laughs) announcement yeah like this this i'd be uh like be i'd be in heaven for sure like this is something that they need on there uh oh yeah no, no, no. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. No, no, sorry, sorry, John. I, oh, no, no. I, yeah. I was just going to say is that I think um, what we can see here as Stadia is, is, is putting their uh, a lot of development into making the tools to bring games to Stadia easier. So mm-hmm. for developers that might be a little weary of bringing their games to Stadia, Google, Google can say, hey, look, you can bring, oh, let's just say overcooked all you can eat. And you have to do very minimal work. So your cost is going to be next to nothing to bring it over. And we'll, we can throw it on Stadia Pro or, or you could do whatever. So it's very lucrative. And I really do think, and again, them investing in this Windows, uh, unmodified window, Windows game and, and stuff like that. I do think that they probably took a look and said, okay, instead of paying 8 to $10 million for some games to, co- to bring them over, why don't we just improve the tools, make it very lucrative, um, up that Stadia Pro money, right? And make it so easy for people to bring it over that even if they're iffy, they can still, you know, test the waters with relatively little to no investment. So yeah. I think that's that's what we see. And it's very promising. It's still going to, th- I really do think it's still going to take a couple of years for always to get those triple a that people are talking about day and date stuff but this is a a step in the right direction right Mm -hmm. and i think this Mm -hmm. is you know instead of putting all that money out for games and then you know it doesn't make the developer you know that much more confident in, 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 in the platform make it easy to bring everything over and then you could see like Oh, it's like a second nature. I'll just throw this on Stadia. Next, they might come back. And, yeah, yeah, and and I can I can make my I can make money off of it easier because you know as of right now, of course, PC, Xbox, uh, Nintendo, PlayStation are going to be where developers make the most amount of money, right? Because yeah, it, they've got the biggest audiences. So if they have those games on there, why not throw it to Stadia if it it costs you next to nothing and you can still. You know, let's just say I'm going to throw out a, a silly number. $10,000. It costs you $10,000 to bring the game. Well, if it takes $10,000 and next to nothing to do it, and I could just bring it there and I can make, let's just say, $20,000, there's a free $10,000 for little to nothing, right? Yeah. So Profit is profit. You know, that's what my yeah, friends say yeah. to me. So, exactly. Yeah. Squid is saying more Stadia features on more Stadia games and regional expansion so yeah mm-hmm. th- that's pretty much uh, yeah. w- what we mentioned which makes sense he I also think, says um, yes sorry i think the stadia adventure put it quite nicely there of they must be fairly confident to leverage us to promote it and it's true they they have to have they must be fairly confident of what they're going to be showing to stadiums as a whole mm-hmm. to put it in a blog post you won't just put it in a blog post if it's going to be nothing um mm. There will be something intriguing to Stadia users, and like they always, obviously, they're saying that people aren't very technical. I like with going into like Proton and Wine and all of that. I have not a clue. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but if they go to me, are we going to expand? That's something that appeals to everyone. Oh so, my gosh. You know, they must be yeah. fairly confident about what they're going to show to mm. let everyone yeah. know in a blog post. Come look, and especially tweet out on Twitter of going, come watch it. 
Like they yeah. must be fairly confident what they're going to show. <laughs> exactly. And even if it's just tech stuff, if like you can be confident for tech stuff also, right? So yeah, uh, it's also the, the case. Uh, so Squid says webcam support on YouTube integration, pretty please. And mm. <laughs> oh, Monster Hunter. <laughs> And hmm. Oh yeah, <laughs> Monster that, Hunter. Yeah. yeah, no, he's a big fan of Monster Hunter, so that makes mm -hmm. sense. Mm -hmm. uh, Cowboy here says, "Be prepared to be blow away." And remember, the cowboy told you first. Oh <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And yeah. um, Lofi Monk says, "With that, what if they announce they now plan on bringing 400 games this year? What What are your thoughts on that, guys?" Well, oh, I, I, I know. 400. Yeah, he, he followed up by just saying 400 was a number that he chose. But yeah, I mean, it could be okay. that they that they you know they're even more. We know that there's at least a hundred, right? Yeah. And I think I think why they say that is because they've already guaranteed or they already have set scheduled for these hundred games. They're always adding more more games to come up, especially with these new tools and things like that. So. I think that we very well could see uh, maybe, you know, 20 or 30 more games just this year at it and then mm -hmm. expanding further the next couple of years. Because, you know, just because they put these new tools out doesn't mean immediately that we're going to see a whole bunch of things. This is just mm -hmm. setting the work in motion. So I think it's we, we could very well see. Oh, going out on a limb, like 130, maybe 140 this year. So 30 or yeah. 40 additional. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think mm -hmm. it's possible. In the last two years, we've seen uh, around the same amount of games coming out. Mm -hmm. uh, and I think that this is a very healthy amount uh, of game mm -hmm. in a year. And uh, so even if we keep getting these amounts for ne the next few years uh you know and mm -hmm. in my opinion it, it's okay like it's a good amount uh yeah. but i do want to see this amount get higher at a certain point because mm -hmm. uh you know like like we've seen at the beginning of playstation at the beginning of xbox at the beginning of steam they all had you know a, a small amount of game coming out at first mm -hmm. so uh it's cool to see to see this growing so yeah. maybe not this year is my guess maybe we won't be seeing more games but I think it's going to grow uh, maybe mm. maybe next year by 2023 at least. I, I wonder if at the presentation or the summit, if they're going to be showing an example of a game they've already put onto Stadia, which is unmodified. It'd be interesting to see if there is already oh, a title. Yeah. Because if they're yes. saying they're showing, they're trying to show developers that you can do it, I wonder if they've already done it, which would be yeah. very interesting. I, I saw some talk about that. People were, were, were guessing that maybe... Uh, the Batman on the AT&T white label was an mm -hmm. unmodified Windows game. Like a, a lot, like people were talking yeah. about that. So it could be possible. If they, I would love for them to bring Batman over, right? Like yeah. that. If would they confirm it. that, yeah. If they confirm that this was a uh, Windows port, uh, it'd be cool to, to you know get mm -hmm. that confirmation. Uh, mm -hmm. It'd be cool, yeah, to see Phil Harrison coming with his you know with his with his red shoes, showing yep. like this new technology game coming with windows port uh you know like gta 5 i don't know like just yeah. a random game so yeah that'd be pretty cool yeah, that um, would be awesome. yeah i mean grand theft auto was rumored to be a part of you know coming to stadia as well so yes you no know, we don't want to set the expectation there but who knows it still could be right like mm -hmm. that could be you know announced maybe not For then sure. but soon or whatever so yeah. we'll see yeah 
So uh, Cowboy says, I want to see a Stadia, I want to see Stadia eliminate porting and Gen 2 announcement. So uh, Flesh, do you think that Gen 2 announcement is a possibility uh, during the dev summit? Well, the thing is, with the Bat- as John was mentioning about the Batman Arkham game being on AT&T, um, a, lo- a lot of people at the time obviously figured out that there was a lot of different graphic card variety um in right. there yeah yeah you're right. i i reckon they might they could pretend they could throw a curveball and just be like oh it'll come i don't think we will see anything on the gen 2 announcement but i want them just to be like oh we will be upgrading in the future just so it's still on the cards because i think right. a lot of people want to hear yeah. that but it's still on the cards yeah. it just solidifies a bit more of that stability that people want to hear because i think a lot of people you still get it now people are like oh Am I still mm-hmm. going to be able to play in two years' time? It's just that extra bit of stability. And I think yeah, that's what people want to hear more than anything yeah. else. Um, but I just checked with regards to GTA, and the <laughs> updated version actually comes out on the 15th of March as well. Yeah, that's why yeah. I said that. <laughs> yeah, same so, date. yeah, exactly. Yeah. But <laughs> it, if also, if you remember too, at the 29 or the 2019 GDC announcement when Stadia was mm. officially announced, they talked about a feature of being, I don't know what it's exactly called, but they showed the difference where you could basically take like cluster Stadia machines. Like you could take two instances of Stadia machines and have one game run it. And they showed what this particular level was like a lava level with stuff like that would look like running one instance of Stadia or clustering them together and running two. And they had a slider back and forth. Mm-hmm. To my knowledge, no game has taken advantage of that yet. So yeah. it'd be interesting to see for them to talk about to talk yeah. about that and, and see. I'm I, like I said, I know that was something that they mentioned because you know the power the power of the cloud and stuff like that. So yeah, I never Anthony yeah. mentioned about um, Embark Studios. Um, that that excites me more than anything else at the moment. Is there the studio behind that? sort of x a lot of x dice developers um making arc raiders which is essentially a third person action free play uh, free to play open world sort of game where you fight like um different mechanical beasts etc and sort of i looked at that and instantly was like this looks like battlefront 2 but on steroids (laughs) (laughs) they're obviously running that off of google cloud um to host those servers so Mm -hmm. I know that obviously back a while ago, I know we discussed about Jack Buser putting at the time that they'll be working with some of the industry's leading yeah, right? game Relations providers. Mm-hmm. So I'll be interested to see if there might be an announcement of Arc Raiders. Oh, we're coming to Google Cloud. We can, you can expect it to come soon to Stadia or something like that. Just a little hint. I would love to see it that because it, be, yeah. it, it looks like a yeah. big game that could be coming. And with it running on Google Cloud, I don't see why they couldn't put something in there going come to stadia too come on (laughs) right yeah yeah um so yeah i think that's all the time we had for today but i just want to uh highlight clive and that's like a moral of the story basically he says oh dear Mm. i can see people getting carried away already so it is true so uh guys this is like in reality this is a developer summit are we gonna get exciting news that they did not talk about like in reality probably not uh but we do like to dream we do like to you know, think about about cool things that could happen but we got to keep in mind that this is a developer segment this is uh focus on the developers uh and we sh- we will be seeing a lot of features 
you know, for for new developers mm. to come and, and all of that. So, uh, in my in my opinion, don't don't get your hopes up. We might be seeing something, but um, we might not. Also, so so just keep that in mind. And, and I like what Clive said. I, I know he was joking, but it, it's just a good moral of the story, you know. Yeah. Yep. I total I totally agree. But so I guess this time next week we'll be talking about what we learned from the yeah. Google for Games Developer Summit. We can see, you know, some of the stuff that we've talked about now. Did it come to fruition? Some of our guesses, uh, or did they not? Or is there something else completely? So yeah. it will be very interesting to see come Tuesday uh, what happens. Exactly. Yeah. All right, guys. So thank you very much for uh, watching us today. It was very fun. Uh, we got, we, have, you, have you seen, we got a lot of news. We actually need, had a game of the week video that we wanted to do, but we just had too much news, too much stuff to talk about. <laughs> well, we're just putting in whatever we can for the amount of time. We don't want to do it more than like two and a half hours, even if we did pass that. But mm -hmm. uh, yeah, we really enjoy our time here. And yep. uh, like we said, tune in with us. John is having a dev submit uh, stream on Tuesday. Thursday, we got an interview with the developers from uh, Deliver Us to the Moon. And then on next Friday, we'll be talking about, uh, you know, the outcome of what happened during the next week. Yep. So anything you guys would like to say before we leave? No, just have a, everyone have a great weekend. Stay safe and uh, looking forward to, to next week. Awesome. I've got, my, I've got my fingers crossed for all of you. Brazilian users, Indian <laughs> players that want Stadia, yeah. and but we hear something about expansion. I, I got my fingers crossed awesome. for you guys. Yes. Really Definitely. Hope so. For sure. All right. So, All right. have a good one, guys, and see All you right. next week. All right. Bye bye. Bye. <laughs>